I did not realize, so I should listen to the song before I pull it, because I did not realize the intro was that long. I should have truncated that a little bit. <laughs> uh, it's like, boy, that takes a while to get to the good part, huh? Uh, well, hello. Hi. Hi, hello. Uh, welcome to Designated Hits, I believe? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I still I still uh, will uh, uh, prefer bangers, but I understand. Uh I am I am uh, your arbiter and your umpire, Adam. I am joined uh, by uh, my life partners, uh, Andy. What up? And Josh. So I was waiting for the perfect time in that intro to say, "Does this song come out of left field?" No, no center, center. Listen, during right, the I thought very that was more of an Andy joke. During the very beginning, I almost started singing La Bamba. <laughs> Uh, Josh, why don't you explain what we're doing here? Because this is your insane idea. This is both of y'all's insane right. idea, but we know which part of this came from Josh. Yeah, so most of my life is spent trying to understand life through sports. And it's like everything into a sports-related concept. And every time you see two bands compared to each other, it's always more in the boxing format where you go round by round. And like, that's cool, but... I always, like, imagine Third Eye Blind versus Weezer. You would start off with Third Eye Blind winning the first few rounds, then losing the rest because their discography's yeah. not as deep. But imagine, like, Hashpipe trying to get a hit off of Semi-Charm Life. It's just not going to happen. So I think nope. this was a perfect combination of emphasis on the big the big hits without have, with also including a uh, a deeper discography, which... It sounds like you've been hitting the Hashpipe yourself, Josh. All right, I've got to go. Uh, got him. Got him. <laughs> got him. I can't record anymore. Ba -ba 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 what a Boom. dinger! <laughs> <laughs> I need to get a, I need to get sound effect. This is do 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 dinger. <laughs> what was the get the like home run sound off one of the old N sixty four games? Like King Griffey Jr. Whammy. <laughs> you gotta have whammy. You gotta have whammy out of there. Yeah, you gotta have David Keckner. Yeah. Oh God. Yes, I will. I'll I'll do I'll do more to turn this into a fucking sports radio drive time morning zoo. Like, how close is this? Can we get to Mike and Mike? We'll bring takes. The really <laughs> Dingo takes. and the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Ira and the douche. Uh, okay, so we are. This is the first game. We have two bands. Uh, basically, it feels like we want to have them kind of similar. Uh, uh, backgrounds like came similar genres, similar time frames, similar fan bases. You know, yeah, can I can I explain like the categories that we're Abs gonna oh, be yes. comparing? Yeah, yes, like, absolutely. Not to cut you off, but you know, no, I need to me right, shut the know? fuck up. Yeah, uh, I guess I don't have anything to do with this show. But anyway, uh, we're comparing like four aspects of it, or you know, what we consider these four. Or basal mix of these songs, like the the catchiness or the popularity, 
and the lyrical depth or the quality of the singing, like, uh, the catchiness is like, how fucking good does it sound? Like when you turn, when you hear it on the radio, do you change the station or do you like, yeah, I mean, I'll fucking listen to this song. Like it's one of those, most of those songs are on these lists that we have compiled, uh, lyrical depth, quality of the singing. That's you know, literally what it is described as the fucking depth of the lyrics like do they have meaning behind them or do they just fucking sound good spoiler alert in this episode no <laughs> some of them don't mine do okay but uh uh that's what you get when you pick journey and uh, foreigner but sp- yes uh there's yeah there's musical quality or the musical talent you know just how good the sound is or uh how like more flex they can get and then the uniqueness of the song like compared to the rest of their discography or its specialness to you yeah all right yeah that makes sense uh so josh why don't you tell us about foreigner so foreigner so listen the the big the big hit against me is going to be that some of their lyrics don't hold up Spans from a different time. If this band existed today, our president would call them the illegals. But I don't know. Uh, if this band existed today, the president would call them fucking rockin', and they would yeah. have a they would have a hit called "Grab Them by the Puss." Anyway, go on. <laughs> I just made myself depressed. Yeah, I I, I don't know if Foreigner would be bigger today or when they came out, but I feel like most of their most of their fan base probably wears red hats, which is okay because. They've probably grown as people. <laughs> that's 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 cute. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, Foreigner's the band that, like, if you're flipping through the rock stations, you're going to stop on a Foreigner song. The way I see it is Foreigner was able to take what makes rock music and make it more pop music. The uh, Like, when you hear a Foreigner song, you hear that guitar in the background, you hear the vocals come in and the screaming, and it sounds like a rock song. But when you really listen to it, it's pretty structured, pretty pop melodic music. Yeah. Um, they're one of those bands that didn't really fail. Like I don't think Foreigner ever got big, but and said, "Man, that that song bombed." I think Foreigner's one of those bands. I the Bill Hader effect is what I call it, where you do just enough to be liked, but not too much to be hated. Interesting. Yeah. Um, they Damn. never really think about the blowback that Journey got after Don't Stop Believing. They're like what? They had like the top two songs on corniest songs of the ever oh, yeah. on June like, or whatever. Listen, just watch the video for separate ways. Yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, it's, my it's band's hilarious. not the only one with it's some art. rapey tendencies. But uh But Foreigner, like my biggest argument for Foreigner is when you're listening to a Foreigner song, you forget, like you don't think about Foreigner. Like, you get lost in any one of the songs. Yeah. If I ask you to talk about I Want to Know What Love Is or uh, Urgent or Head Games or any of them, you're going to think about that song. You're not really going to think about the band. And I think that's yeah. what they did better than almost anybody. Like, their greatest hit CD is going to hold up with anybody because that'll be the first time you ever think of what all Foreigner did. It's bop after bop. Yeah. And, like, Foreigner was... None of their members really stand out. Like, their singles came from the band succeeding, like... Steve Perry didn't need Journey. He had like singles without Journey. He had O'Sherry. Yeah. yeah. 
um, Journey didn't need Steve Perry. They were fine when they replaced him. And one of my favorite Journey songs after all these years made Andy's List. It's a banger. Yes. It's a good love song. But like those two bands didn't need each other to succeed. I feel like Foreigner did. Um, yeah. Their lead singer was in a band called Spooky Tooth before he joined Foreigner. That sounds Spooky racist, tooth? and I can't explain why. Spooky Tooth I mean, sounds like uh, like when you get scared and fart. <laughs> I thought it sounded like something from How to Train Your Dragons, which tells us where all three of us are in our life. <laughs> but uh, you, you never been like jump scared and y'all seen How to bit? Train Your Dragon at World's End? No, uh, man. <laughs> toothless and uh, I thought kid. that was the the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Oh. Uh, this one's I, the one at World's End, some shit. Okay, never mind. It was too much. Uh, what did I say? Content. You said yeah. at World's End, which oh. is the third part. I don't of the know Caribbean what it's movie. called. Uh, I was. You don't even know the names of it. You're talking about right. It. It's fucking sitting there like you just yeeted your way through a Wendy's without picking up your food today. Andy, tell me about Journey. All right. Well, we're all gonna go on a journey tonight. With all uh, right, pack it in. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> you just mad because I'm styling, styling on my ass, but uh. <laughs> Yeah, Journey Journey is a fucking ballad rock band. Like, that is what they do. They knew what they were getting into when they signed up. Uh, you know, none of my songs that I have are, uh, you know, none of them feature the great Randy Jackson on bass, oh, unfortunately. Man. Oh, man. Oh, that's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, wow, I was, the fences just got moved back. One. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> I was trying to find one. Uh but he was only with them for like 2 years. But anyway, uh most of them are Steve Perry and uh there's enough variety in them to where like I had to look up and make sure that it was still Steve Perry singing some of these songs. Yeah. Just because it does it's not the same as yeah, the other some Filipino dude. Yeah, you know. No, after there, all these years wasn't Really? Yeah, that's that's the one song oh, on my shit, list that is not by Perry. Honestly, right. the the yeah. one. All the rest of them are Steve Perry, and I was surprised. Some of them are very different sounding, but most of them are very similar sounding. It's, you know, the the case with any group, but yeah, uh, I mean, both of these journey... bands are weird in that they peaked for a pretty short time, but they peaked so high with so many singles that you would think they're relevant for a lot longer than they were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, there was a time before we were born where Journey wasn't doing shit up mm -hmm. until uh, we were three and four years old, and I didn't even know that. I didn't know they had a... Yeah, you were three a, and four. Of course you didn't. No, but I'm I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I didn't know that they had yeah. a phase where they weren't doing anything. Like, just, I think... Being I think of age, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think a lot of that is the era they were in because they came from the era of the single. Right. Like, they came from the era of the, like, was it the five inch record, five, seven inch record single? But you had your A side and your B side, and that was, like, what made or broke you. And and that is why you could they could be so prolific because if you could just crank out singles like that that would get radio play, you were printing money. And. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Josh said, like these are all fucking bangers. They like, are, even though, like the Journey songs, like I, I, 
quantified uh, these categories. So I put like scores to them just out of five, you know, just to make it simple. And just so I can have some point of reference of like what I think they are. And like, I'm going to go ahead and tell you the catchiness and popularity. That's almost everyone that is the lowest one for these journey songs. Yeah. But on the foreigner ones, the highest, as these are the catchiest fucking songs. Like, you know, you're going to listen to them. Uh, uh, but the, the reason I think that you can't really, you know, sing along to them is because you're like, damn, Steve Perry is fucking great. I don't want to interrupt his godlike <laughs> singing. And, you know, what you don't want to embarrass go? yourself. <laughs> they just disappeared. Apparently, yeah. Uh, I do have one question, though. Yeah. Josh, how did you not end up with... How did you get Foreigner? Did you choose that? So, like, we put like, them up. We were choosing between Pearl Jam Nirvana or Foreigner Journey. Andy said, I'll choose the Foreigner Journey. I want Journey. You can choose if it's Pearl Jam Nirvana. Okay, and you put it up for a vote. Because, like... Uh, let's, I let's thought travel. we flipped a coin. We put it up for a vote that ended in a tie. So I had to. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. Okay, that's what. It was, um, yeah. uh, and then I was like, "Hey, play, play me in darts." And then Josh was like, "No, fuck you." And then Andy was like, "Okay." And then I bodied Andy. Um, <laughs> um, so what you're saying is, I have Journey. So let me tell you about Journey. <laughs> uh, if I may take take us the back to the have turned to the year 2008. Uh. We were uh, seniors in high school, and Josh and I and, and uh, a few of Josh's friends uh, and were at the University of Mississippi, where we were doing a, basically like a day, it was like the Scholars Conference, it was a day where kids that were too, that were too smart to know how dumb they were all went down and like walked around old Mrs. Campus and got an excuse absence from school, and... And, and Josh and I were like, we did like 10 minutes of it and we were like, oh, we don't fuck this. So we left <laughs> and uh, we we're fucking around Oxford and we were like, let's go see a movie. There was a movie playing called The Comebacks. It was a wholly forgettable David Koechner, uh, uh movie. It was this, it was like scary movie or epic movie. Oh, it was a sports. Me. Exactly. It was a spoof of sports movies. And we're, we're pulling up and... The car stops, don't stop the leading's playing. We get to the theater. It was me, Josh, Josh's friend Nick, and Michael Ketchum. It was the four of us. Oh, man. I didn't realize. I didn't know who the fourth one was. It was Ketchum. And we were like, all right, let's go. And don't stop the playing. And I go to open the door, and Josh and Nick start fucking screaming at me about how if don't stop leading's playing, you don't get out of the fucking car. Uh, true. It's true. It is. And yeah, got a good kick out of that. And we go to this movie. Mind you, this is a movie that did not make a lot of money on a Friday showing two weeks after its release at 2 p.m. So it was us and one guy who I'm assuming was really annoyed that we were there interrupting his jerk off session. <laughs> uh, and oh, about halfway through the movie, there's like it's like like the right at the like you know the beginning of the third act or like kind of the the low point of the third act where your heroes are beaten down and torn apart and they have to realize that they need to rise up and and team up and they're better together and this and they can win the big game and they start fucking singing don't stop believing and they have a full on musical number Erect. for don't stop believing and the four of us I don't know 
I can't, I, I, it's one of like top five hardest times I've ever laughed in my entire life. Like we were screaming laughing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I blacked out for the majority <laughs> of it. And that poor other guy was just like real. He was already mad. He couldn't jerk off. And I'm he sure was he was tweeting real, about how much he hated falsetto music. <laughs> I, I'm sure he was incredibly confused about why we thought them playing some dumbass journey song was the funniest thing that any human being had ever produced. Uh, and since that day, I have had a great affection for journey. Was that before or after the, um, Sopranos ending? After Sopranos okay. ending was 07. Okay. Cause I think but that's what kickstarted. Don't it, stop believing. Yes. Becoming yes. part of the zeitgeist. But I feel like, uh, yeah, that movie was probably filmed around the time of the Sopranos. Oh yeah. No, like everybody, like if you look into it, don't stop believing came back because of the Sopranos finale. Right. Like they, they don't go and kidnap some Filipino and put out a new album without the Sopranos finale. Yeah. I'm going to feel real racist if that dude isn't Filipino. He might be. I think he is. Wait, who? Um, the guy who they Art got El to Pinedra. replace. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's Filipino. Oh, thank God. Okay, so. Uh, when I think of Journey, my like most clear memory of Journey is the first semester of college. Like I think it was us three and Steven and Will riding out to Sardis with you, Adam, and listening mm-hmm. to the CD the whole way. That, <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Listening that was, to the greatest yeah, hits. The, the Revelations album came out like 2008 because yeah. like they released yeah. a new album it was fucking good too. they released a new album and then they released it was a double album and the second disc was all of their old songs re-recorded the with the new yeah, singer with the new guy yeah it's wild and, and they were as really of good 2017 i believe uh he still has not met steve perry that doesn't shock me yeah like arnell has not met steve perry jesus so. Uh, a little bit dark. The like replacement singer, he's like wildly good at voice mimicking. If you've heard him sing other people, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, uh, he, right. they found mm-hmm. him on YouTube videos uh, doing karaoke. Mm-hmm. Yep, like they found videos of him singing Journey songs at karaoke in the Philippines, and that's how he got started. Yeah, fucking great. All right, so top of the first inning. Uh, so um. Uh, Foreigner is batting. Journey is is pitching. Uh, Journey's uh, opening pitcher, their starting pitcher, uh, is taking the mound. Give me a good reason why I shouldn't just give this journey right now. Okay, listen. I need to interject right here. I'm coming out to argue with the umpire. Andy can't sing. That's a performance enhancing drug. The fact that Andy can sing Journey doesn't count. Okay? If I sing Foreigner, you throw me out of the game. But if he sings Journey, you're like, yeah? uh, This isn't even on my uh, karaoke playlist, so... 
you're good. I'm not going to say this anymore. Right. You are not, you are not arrogant enough to put Steve Perry on your playlist. He sings faithfully, and he kills faithfully. True. You do. I'm it's sorry. Like I forgot about boss. that. I have to drop it down uh, one step, though. But uh, anyway, that. back to separate ways. This is an absolute fucking banger. Uh, okay, it's not as catchy. It didn't get as popular. But yeah, because the world isn't fair and people don't deserve good things. Really, though. But uh, it was in a movie. It was in Yes Man, if you have ever oh, seen that. Oh, God, I forgot that about that. That was during the Journey that, Sons. The, the bicycle scene. Or uh, he's, like, racing. like He's, like, jogging or some shit. Yeah. Uh, really good, though. Uh, hey, really good. I, I remember uh, y'all went and Waze saw Yes was... Man, and me and Josh went and saw the Tom Cruise movie Valkyrie. That was a Mistakes weird night. Made. Y'all, yeah. y'all messed up. <laughs> we did. Y'all made the wrong choice. Y'all got to see uh, Tom Cruise's stuffed butt, and I got to hear this fucking beautiful Journey song played alongside uh, Jim was Carrey's wonderful face. Yes, man, the movie with the jumper by Third Eye Blind. Yes, too. Yes, man. yes, it was. It was. It was. A Hope fucking, that one best soundtrack. It was a great soundtrack for that movie. Uh, so the lyrical depth. Also, Separate Ways was a number one single. It was their first number one single. Jesus. Maybe their only. Oh, my God. So it was super popular, but I didn't fucking know about it. So, and again, again, I'm doing the, like, the catchiness for most of them just because you can't really sing along with Steve Perry. Like, because he, like, you know, you have to be in awe of his fucking ability to belt out these sweet tunes. But... The lyrical depth, it's talking about uh, this woman leaving him, and he's got to be cool with it. He's like, I still love you, but uh, if you ever need me, I'll fucking be there. And that's got, you know, some real deep sentiment to me, uh, and I just really love this song. And then it's it's unique to Journey, or you know, within uh, realm of their other songs, just the weird uh, synthesizer stuff. Like it's a lot, it's it's a lot that differs from this and any of their other, you know, top tier songs. Yeah, like like their other songs don't have ripping ass guitar riffs. Yeah, it's like this. It's a it's a completely different song. Like if you told me this was Journey, I saw uh, Yes Man, which I'm sure. You probably did, Adam. Uh, but, uh, like, I was like, what the fuck? This Journey? That's the same people that sing Open Arms? There's no goddamn way. And, you know, you have to Google it and realize how fucking blinded and uh, ignorant you were of how great this band is. But uh, I gave it five out of five for you. I would like to make a counter. When Andy was 19, he never admitted how blinded or ignorant he was. No. And I still won't really, but uh, you know, I said you have to. I didn't say I. Have uh, to. I didn't. Uh, but anyway, that is true. I gave it three out of five for catchiness, <laughs> just because you can't sing along with Steve Perry on yeah. most of these songs. I mean, you uh, can if you're in your car alone and no one yeah, else can yeah. hear you. Yeah, I'm just or, saying, like you, you don't sing along with it if you're in a crowd of or, people. Uh, Drunk at karaoke with the confidence of a mediocre white guy. Oh yeah, true. true. Yeah, 
Uh, there's not enough yeah, chances to say, say the n-word in this won't. song. You're right. What? What? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the music quality, it's... I think it's actually the other... Uh, like, the original singer playing the keyboard. Yep. Uh, and, you know, that oh, really? synthesizer shit. He's fucking killing it. If that's not five stars, I don't know what would be. Like, I, I'm sure it could be better, but... I don't know what that can sound like because I can't experience shit in that dimension. Uh, <laughs> but it's unique to them. Five out of five, five out of five, five out of five on the lyrical depth. Just there's so much meaning to the song, the music quality, so much fucking quality in those keyboards. And it's just a different sound, that uniqueness. Uh, and it's really special to me because it gets me fucking hype. Okay. Oh yeah. This is my uh, jam. Also, like the guitarist or journey, Neil Sean is a legit virtuoso. Like he was a complete wonderkin, and like it doesn't come across always in journey songs, but he is like one of the greatest guitar players to ever live, apparently. Uh that's wild. I wouldn't yeah. even think of them as a guitar band. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I didn't even have to synth band. I didn't even think to uh you know, support the guitar aspect of it just yeah. because the singing is so goddamn great right. on every one of these songs. You're right. Uh, yeah, he was he was like the lead guitarist in Santana uh, before he joined Journey. Uh, Josh, uh, uh, so we, we have the picture. It is uh, time for the first batter to... To make his way uh, to the plate. You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. You never take. In Josh's Man. defense, before he even gets started, that is a cover, and that is not as good as the OGs. That'd be a cover. Wait, what? That that doesn't sound like the. Uh, it doesn't sound like the OGs. It does sound a little different. Yeah. Like oh, that. I think it's a re-recorded version they right. did. Well, that yeah. just drives it's, my it, first point home even more. It did. You come can from, sing along to Far Four. Listen, to be fair, it did come from the official uh, YouTube page of Foreigner. They did a, I think they did some re-recordings in 2013. It was either that, or it was 2008. That was the only version I could find that wasn't a music video. Or a, if you Google Cold as Ice, the top result is Cold as Ice, an official Minecraft music video. So, you see what I was working with. Nice. That, that's what you should have played. But even Sorry so, interrupt you. still a Gosh. banger with an it's incredible, cool. with both these songs. These songs have amazing intros. Right, yeah. That also, was my first note is that, now that this is three a, notes into Coda's Ice. This is re-recorded. There might this might not be the only one, but it'll be alright. That's fine. It just it, it drops on one of the like yeah, Steve Perry's like impossible to imitate, but you can sing along with Foreigner and do a pretty good job. Oh yeah. And 
Like, they're just an easy band to sing. God, it's... Ain't along too. It's but so anyway, with Cold as Ice, little baseball theory, you usually, you usually start off with a hitter who you know is going to reach first. Like, your first batter, you just don't want to get out. You want to get momentum started, get a runner on that you can drive around, because you get a runner on first with zero outs, there's more of a chance for him to get around. So Cold as Ice isn't up there to hit a home run. Cold as Ice is up there to bat, like, 330 with a slugging percentage of, like, 360. Like, we're trying to hit one over the shortstop's head. We're not trying to drive one out of the park. And, like... I don't know what all that means. <laughs> Just defend your song, bruh. What I'm saying is, is separate ways is better in a lot of ways. There are just so many parts of Cold as Ice. Like, you cannot turn off Cold as Ice if it's on the radio. Oh, it's you hear really that piano, song. and you're just like, all right, let's yeah. fucking go. It's like, a good crank fucking it up. song, dude. Like, like oh, I'm not, not going to deny it. It's a really oh, good it's, song. Like, it's time to it's, go. It is catchy as fuck. But also, it is like, it doesn't, it doesn't overstay its welcome. It is like, in, hit you hard, banger, gone. Like, two, two and minutes, and minutes, 32 yeah. seconds, done. So... To, like, Cold as Ice was my can't fail song because that's the one I need to get on base in some way. And Foreigner supports that because the big the big thing that makes a band is if your second single works. A lot of bands can be a one-hit wonder, but if yep. your second single works is if you know you're going to make it. And Foreigner's second song was Cold as Ice. It oh, was the man. B-side to Feels Like the First Time. And it was a song that if you hear it on the radio, you're like, is that the band that sings Feels Like the First Time? I'm going to check them out because... You're not going to hear Cold as Ice. And like Cold as Ice has a, would be a song that would break the Rotten Tomatoes model because it might not be great, but 100% of people are going to think it's good. Oh, yeah. Like if you like, rate it on it a is, binary it scale, is it's a good song. Definitely the pull you in. Like it is still like, you're like, okay, yeah, I mean, you know, that first one was good and it had some meaning to it, but like this is just catchy as fuck. I want to listen to more shit that they make. Right. And, like, Cold as Ice introduces you to a lot of things that Foreigner does well. Uh, Cold as I, like, Foreigner, one of the cool things about their music is they start with the vocalist with his raspy voice by himself, kind of in the background of the actual music. And then by the chorus, you have the, like, harmonizing behind him that makes it feel like it grew so much. Like, that happens with almost every Foreigner song. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. But, yeah, it starts incredibly minimalist with just a with just a piano and they build on it really quickly in a way that makes it feel like this like very grand. They have one song that's my last picture that does that maybe more than any song ever. Like it builds in a way that few songs can build. But um, the way that Cold as Ice just like, you're never going to hear Cold as Ice and think I wasted my time. Like if you oh, have yeah. time to listen to Cold as Ice, you got your money's worth. It is a popcorn movie of a song that runs a smooth 87 minutes and you're out of the door none the worse so like i'm not arguing like obviously nobody thinks cold as ice is special nobody like has a reason that it's special no one thinks it's complex but catchiness and like the way that they use vocals like it's getting a single all separate ways is my argument i'm not arguing for a home run here i know better but like there are times where like i'm gonna want to listen to cold as ice over separate ways i agree yeah uh, I, can, I can see that. Andy, do you have a... Well, well then allow you to retort. <laughs> I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. But That's fair. Good point. <laughs> Boot him from the channel. Boot him. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's itchy as fuck. But, like... And that, that little guitar solo, 
Pretty fucking yeah. sweet. Pretty That's sweet. Real good. But real good. Still got Steve Perry. Mm-hmm. And the guy he fucking replaced. He made him his bitch. <clears throat> and he is playing the keyboards. And he is still doing real fucking good because he is afraid of Steve Perry. <laughs> what he will do to him. Uh, he'll, he'll sing real high and make yeah. his eyes explode. <laughs> I will shatter the skull inside your head with how high <laughs> these notes get. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're both really good songs. I agree that uh, you know, fucking Cold as Ice is catchy. Like, you can sing along to it. It's It's got a decent... Like, I, I even literally changed my grade for that... Uh, uh, the music quality just uh, I upped it one, albeit uh, just because of that little guitar riff right there. Because I forgot about it, you know. Yeah. That shit. The two the two good. parts of this song oh. that you remember are that little solo and the way that the singer says, "You know that you are." Like I those mean, are the two yeah. things you carry with you after the song. I I I don't I didn't remember that. That's what I was just getting at. But anyway. You know, it's it's not a bad song, but I still think, you know, it it beats it in, or excuse me, it without a doubt beats separate ways in the catchiness. Like, it is catchy as fuck. But, you know, just my feels towards separate ways make me think that the depth of the lyrics are much better on separate ways. The quality of the music is just slightly better on separate ways. Uh, and the uniqueness to uh, like the other, or f- the difference from the other journey songs, like, like the uniqueness in that, uh, that just makes it stand out so much more to me. Yeah. But yeah, again, like they're both really good songs. And uh, I think Adam is going to have to tell us what uh... fucking happens to cold as I it's a good question like here's the thing like separate way like so so like the way this works is like all of these foreigner songs are going to be going up against separate ways uh until there's three outs yeah. until there's three outs or there's three you know, outs yeah uh, two, or until you go through all your batters yeah, and you and might whatnot. fucking get to bat around josh like uh, honestly because you're you're probably going to get them on uh, the catchiness every fucking time <laughs> just get like, the first over and over so here's the thing yeah. i i already like I like Cold as Ice. Cold as Ice is a good song. Uh, separate ways is separate ways. But I was compelled uh, by a very good argument. And I think I'm inclined to agree that Cold as Ice is a solid single. I and agree. it's a single. Yep. All, right. All right. So Cold as Ice gets the single. It is on first base. Just pops one up through Buckner's legs. Yep. All right. Uh, so uh, we have Cold as Ice on first. Second and third are empty, with Foreigner's uh, second batter uh, coming up to the plate. All right, Josh, tell us about Hot-Blooded. All right, so there's not much depth going on here. 
you like, right. It's a good song, <laughs> but it gets to the point, and like Foreigner does it a lot, where it's like the point hey, is I'm trying to fuck. Right. Are you trying to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you? Like I'm trying to fuck. Are you trying to? Don't care. Yeah. You better be, because I'm high blooded. I'm sorry. I'll stop. They never. They never said don't care. First of all, that's an assumption. Uh, but no, nah, Hot Blooded is a, it's a simple song. It's a song that you feel more than you should probably listen to the words of. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, it's a very visceral song. Right. Um, I feel like that kind of visceral. <laughs> it's just a, fucking. It's a typical foreigner song in that it, like the riff matches like what they're trying to say matches the lyrics like everything just works together in unison to make a point. Oh, yeah. It's going to last three minutes and not very very deep. It's a very cohesive song in that way. Right. (laughs) Um, The the part that stood out to me that, like, Journey doesn't have so much of is there's, like, a a spunk, a level of swagger to the the vocalist, like, the way that he enunciates. Oh, yeah. You're not going to get that in a Journey song. You're going to get a little bit of... Steve Perry is a very classical singer. Like, he is almost operatic. And the guy from Foreign is like, I don't give a fuck if you don't like it. Lou Graham. Yeah. yeah. Listen, we're trying to. He never says if you don't want it. He <laughs> asks question marks in the lyrics. He does ask if you're old enough. Are you old enough? But he doesn't wait for a response. There's no. There's no delay in the next flurry of questions. I don't think I've ever listened to this song close <laughs> enough to hear him say, "Are you old enough?" Yeah. Are you old enough? When does he, he say literally that? Literally asked that. I can't like remember at what the he beginning asked right of the. But like, it is very huh. like uh, date rapey <laughs> to me, and you know that's that's my take from it. Uh, again, it's a catchy fucking song, and you're not supposed to pick apart the lyrics. It was a different time back then, but he asks if you're old enough. <laughs> uh, Josh, to be to be is- fair, if the person wasn't old enough in 1978, they are now. True. Goddamn right. Uh, uh, Josh, what is your baseball logic behind putting Hot-Blooded on bat in second? Um, so, Cold as Ice comes out as, like, your singles hitter. Your second hitter should be your second best, like, singles hitter. Mm-hmm. It's another, like, batter that... You, basically, the, the game theory is get runners on, and then your third, fourth, and fifth hitters are your powered hitters, and they can drive them in. Um, so, it's another one trying to either get the, the first runner to second... Or either to get a hit and get the and get on base. Your second hitter is usually not one of your better hitters. It's usually yeah. a defensive player that can do a little bit with the bat, does a little bit, but doesn't really have any tools that stand out. So maybe gotcha. somebody that can bunt or somebody that can steal a base if they get on. But as a pure hitter, they're not somebody that you want to carry you. They're more they yeah, have somebody other uses than a pure hitter. Somebody who's not necessary if the first one gets on base. But could, like, pull you ahead a little bit if the first one strikes out swinging. Yeah. If you're trying to manufacture a run, you use your yeah. second hitter for that. Uh, and, like, this is classical baseball. Like, analytical baseball uses the second hitter differently. But I use more of a classical baseball lineup because... Yeah. Well, I think I, I think that's it's one of the reasons why baseball fits so well with something like this is because baseball for so long has just been a very gut feeling. It's just mm-hmm. like, no, this is the right choice to make because it is because I feel it. And that's what music is. Yeah, uh, it's, well, it's also it's also very uh, like fundamental. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, does it does it sound good? Fucking yeah. Does does the singer sound good? 
Yeah, that's great. Uh, is right, it catchy? Exactly. Yeah. When a manager yeah. makes his lineup, I imagine it's very similar to a band making their playlist for the night. Oh, 100%. Like, I imagine it's a very similar process they go through. Yeah, that's Just like, definitely. Yeah, like, my gut says this one into process. this one into this one. Um, but, uh, uh, as, as could sometimes be the case, uh, with your opening batter, uh, I do believe that, that hot blooded has struck out swinging. All right. All right. Listen, listen hot, he has hot, other things to worry I about. I didn't even need a rebuttal. Yeah. Hot blooded song. Get the fuck out of here. Hot blooded is a very good song, but separate ways. No, yeah. not against separate ways. Hot blooded struck out swinging. eyeing some girl in a third row that didn't want to be eyed. <laughs> um, uh, but hey, it's it's catchy as fuck though. Like, but I feel like I don't know. Listen, your your uh, fortunes can change at any time. Uh, like up against one I of the it. other pitchers might. Oh shit! Oh yeah, my bad. Hold up. Standing in the rain with his head hung low. We're gonna let this one ride for a second. Didn't know how to play it, but it knew for sure that one Hi, Josh. All right. So I've listened to a lot of Foreign over the last week, and Jukebox Hero has become my baby. It is <laughs> my child. It is literal perfection in every way. I have not yet skipped this song. Like, there are few songs that build than this song. Just when you think you're about to get a break, it starts with the... It comes in with the, and he's gonna, and he starts rocking. Yeah. Like, everything about this song was constructed in a way that perfectly builds on the previous note. This song takes you on a journey, no pun intended, to a place that got a few <laughs> songs ever can. Like, I just cannot imagine, like, song being better at just dragging you along. Like, when he says he had one guitar, like, the song grabs you and carries you to Jukebox Zero. It is literal perfection in a song I cannot like maybe the vocals aren't great maybe like like, this is why like music exists outside of a bubble it's not it's not qualitative it's you know it's yeah you can't put numbers on it because of a song like Jukebox Zero I yeah uh, Andy little rebuttal it is a good ass song and it is catchy as fuck but I could probably play this song on guitar 
despite it being about guy picking up a fucking guitar. I've never taken lessons on guitar. I can play one song that has two chords, and I could probably play this song. It's I a really good song. Good thing this it's song would really make you want to play song. guitar. It I, is a I really good song. Andy it has... saying I could play this song on guitar over knee, over top of the rip ass guitar solo in this song. <laughs> it's, it's it's still not it's not that complex. Like the the whole song is not that complex. If he if that guitar solo was what ten seconds maybe. Yeah, it's about like much, thirty. The the rest of it is the same like three four chords maybe just back and forth it is a bomb ass song it is catchy as fuck well but i this still gets into a deeper argument of does like complexity matter to this genre of music like is I think it something it depends that they on the person no i mean i'm yeah, not personal i'm not denying that this song doesn't fucking get hype like it is a it is a definite designated hit a designated banger if you will like it is a really good song but just me i like Rip. separate ways better i mean that's just yeah that's just how i feel and i i can understand i can already tell by adam's tone when he I was, was like about. andy Andy, what, what about. do you what do you have to say i don't know what you're talking about well, to be fair that's like bullshit to me zero. Huh? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a good ass song. Like, I'm not even gonna de- deny yeah. it. But I remember. I just think it's not as complex. Go ahead, Adam. Sorry. I remember. Oh God, let me see if I can figure this. Uh. Yeah. Uh. I remember in 2008 playing. Uh, buying DLC for Guitar Hero three uh it was it was a part it was because it was it was peace of mind by boston oh, man. Uh, it was peace of mind by boston uh uh it was oh no it's about to be a banger it was peace of mind by boston it was jukebox hero when it was any way you want it my god yeah uh and i i bought it for any way you want it I just want it any way you want it. And, and so I got the, the whole um the whole pack and I'd never I'd never heard Jukebox Hero before that. Uh Yeah. I just, I'd never heard it. Like, I don't know. No, I mean it yeah. wasn't as big of a song, but it's a song that's kind of Yeah, and like and I up. remember playing like Peace of Mind, I'd heard that before I played that song, then I played any or first I played any way you want it, because like that's why I bought it. And then I played Jukebox Hero and I might have texted jo- you, Josh, and I was like, hey, Jukebox Hero is one of the greatest songs I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. Uh, and it is 100% a home run. There it is. Fucking, okay. Fucking Down. love Jukebox see, Hero. See, I would have picked any way you want it if I had known that little backstory. See, oh, you hate actually, me and you don't tell me that now shit, that I'm so looking, I don't know. Now that I'm looking at this, why didn't you pick any way you want it? Yeah, because it was on a fucking commercial, that and that sounded like shit oh, to man. me. Like that, that, that song that so bastardized good. it. Like when you put uh, oh, that's because like, it was on, on like some, a yeah. What commercial was like it? Some car commercial, I yeah. think. Like, and it made it 
Diddy, or it might have been fucking Burger King. I don't even yeah. know. Like I forgot if it was about Burger that. King, definitely that that just like degrades it monumentally. Like it, yeah. it just fucking turns it on its head. I understand. Dang, like, that song's so good though. An ultimate disrespect to the song. Yeah, I feel you. Uh so we are um three batters in, we're a third of the way through. There's one out. And uh, at the top of the first, Foreigner is up two zero. Uh and <clears throat> excuse me. Uh the fourth batter is coming to the plate. <laughs> take a second to appreciate how many like different banger intros foreigner has they they're really they can they nail, know how to do that they can nail the first 30 seconds of a song they really do their elevator pitch is incredible yes um so it feels like the first time like if i had done no research on this song i would go ahead and succeed that like lyrical depth and like uniqueness really like is a zero for this song. <laughs> and like it's a it's a catchy song and it's a good song and it seems pretty simple. Um, but if you actually listen to it, it's actually about the singer breaking up with his girlfriend in France and moving to America. It's about the idea of foreigner. As oh a yeah, whole. like it's I where he got the that, name. Like, it's but yeah, they're called foreigner because he is an American and that's that was like his nickname. Right. He moved. He's the only one that moved here. The dude yes. that wrote the song. It's not. Yeah. Uh, it's not the singer. I think it's the. Uh, the lead guitar that writes yeah. the song, Mick Jones. But um, he basically moved here and started over, and this song is about the idea of starting over and the idea of feeling like you found your place with like something new and feeling like it's the first time. And like that's a depth that you're not gonna get very much in a song that's so like yeah. rock. Like that's that's like where Foreigner like succeeds is in the the idea that when you're listening to the song, if you don't want to think about a song, like Foreigner's great to turn on. But what makes a band like that cool is once you've li- listened to a song that you don't want to think about so many times and you do like think about the lyrics, there's more there and like gives it a, a little bit of a shelf life that you didn't expect. So that's why I like for, uh, Feels Like the First Time. Yeah, My I um Clean up hitter. Listen, I 100% uh, would have guessed that this song was about fucking somebody right and it feeling Same. like that sounds like a foreigner thing yeah you could replace like a virgin in the uh i was about to say albums. yeah it's it's um, it's like a virgin yeah you, yeah you could just stick feels like the first time in there oh you yes you can no pun intended Ew. uh yeah like man 
Good ass intro. And yeah, I didn't know all that about the song. It's really interesting. Uh, Same. Andy. I didn't know that shit. Yeah. Uh, Andy. Well, I mean, <laughs> so now that you add that little touching story behind it, uh, yeah, threw off your numbers. No, I mean, yeah, I, I, I didn't think it was unique because it sounds like every fucking one of their other songs to me. But Whoa. if you like, since you have, uh. Like, you know, given that little bit of backstory, it does have a little more depth of the lyrics. And I already had it as, uh, like, a four out of five on my list as the depth. But the uniqueness, like, the sound, even though it is catchy as fuck, like, it is five out of five on catchiness. Every one of their songs, except for one of the ones on your uh, on your batting order, to me... Is five out of five on catch. Like they're all catchy yeah. as fuck. Yeah, play like the hits. They, <laughs> they, uh, I mean, yeah, like for real, they're all like shit you would not turn off unless you had to like go do something. Uh, like it just, without knowing the backstory, had already given it a four out of five just because, like, even if it's about fucking, like he's saying, like, this is the first time. Or this feels like the first time with this person because it's love. Yeah. But. Yeah. Like the line, I've waited a lifetime, spent my time so foolishly. Like anybody yeah. that's found love for the first time after a series yeah. of toxic relationships like, can relate to that. I, I fully support all of your uh, arguments on that, but it's still just another fucking foreigner song. Like it sounds like all of the other ones to me. Like yeah, it doesn't good. stand out <laughs> to me. Me like it's not oh, yeah. bad. I'm not saying it's bad. Like it doesn't have any uniqueness to me though. And I can like I can the, agree with that. The separate ways, me like it's so different from all their other shit. It's got all that lyrical depth. Again, it's a similar, uh, you know, thing like where they like it is always almost a love story or a love story gone bad on Journey songs, which can arguably make it not unique, but the sound is so much different on separate ways compared to all of their other oh, weird yeah. ballad rock to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, sorry, definitely a hit. I don't know about a home run, but definitely on base. Uh, if you have to ask yeah. me for where it is. Um, so feels like the first time is is one of those songs and, and we've we've discussed uh, songs like this at length over the past 12 years uh i can't listen to the um to the uh the chorus of this song without doing the power ballad fist yes uh yes, and there that, that and, is one and, of those and there is another foreigner song that we will get to that is the power ballad it's like this the, the other foreigner song and here i go again that are the ones uh, I did not know that about the song, and as such, uh, that that took uh, feels like the first time from a single to a double. All right, runner in scoring position. You yeah, so feels like the first time is on second. Uh, man, as I as I look towards the clock, uh, I'm I'm glad this show. I realize this show is very front loaded because it's very much like introducing all of your songs kind of in the first inning, and then two more yeah. innings of like. All right, let's play it again. But like, we don't have to really dive into it. I think it's nah. a good format. Y'all are you? You got this figured out. I'm just sitting here fiddle with my dick, passing judgment like a real critic. Yeah, that but, 
that's how I wanted to do it. Josh was like, no, we got to do this. I'm like, dude. It needs to be like, three and a half hours like a baseball yeah, game. I don't want to hear God. you fucking argue for, like, I wouldn't want to hear myself <laughs> argue for any level well, to of each time. his own. But, you know, I'm loving it so far. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, like, we don't have to get into, like, this, the batters, but with the pitchers, like, I have more to add when my pitchers oh, come back 100%, up. But as far as the 100%. hitters again, like, we, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, we've, we've and, crossed and, that ground. And yeah, like, as a hitcher, that's a once per innings. And you're in a pitcher so important, obviously, you would go more into it. Right, yeah. Uh, but uh, let's, uh, let's look at uh, batter number five. Almost a journey song in the way that it like, yeah. is more melodious and ballady. Oh, yeah. Um one interesting thing about this song and Urgent the next song is it was a change for the band. They went from working with Robert John Mutt, who worked with ACDC a lot. Yeah. That, I mean you can hear that in their first songs. Oh. And they yeah. started working with Thomas Dolby, the Ooh. dude from Dolby Science. She blinded yeah. me with science. Yeah. And that's where you get that like synth piano I, feel. Like you can definitely see that coming that. through. Yeah. Like there are really two foreigners like there is guitar like slam at home and there is like this kind of music um but this song was uh it was a big hit it was definitely a power ballad um i think my favorite part musically about the song is the way the the vocalist carries his vocals up and up and gets higher and higher as you hit the chorus yeah it uh it really drives home the like feeling of wantingness but um this song was number two for nine consecutive weeks all nine weeks, it was behind Physical by Olivia Newton-John, which I assume means everybody was fucking. Oh, just yeah. the whole time. Oh, yeah. And it's also Boomers. the only song by either band to be on Billboard's top 100 songs of their first 50 years. It come huh. in at number 100. <laughs> just right in, oh, right yeah. in at the end. Just, just slipping squeeze in. squeeze me in there. <laughs> Slip it, man. We don't have to talk about <laughs> Warner's Troubled Past. 
Uh, Andy? Well, I agree that this is almost a journey song, and I gave it 5 out of 5 on uniqueness because it's way different from any of the other foreigner songs that we've heard Blondie, right you now. Were <laughs> and uh, the uh, like, I get the you know, how how good he's doing his voice, but he his voice isn't isn't like made for this kind of singing to me. Like it sounds good, again catchy as fuck. I still give it five out of five on catchiness, but the the singing and the depth of the yeah, lyrics to uh aren't, to bring aren't this to a to uh, baseball yeah. comparison. This is um this is like a really good left-handed hitter coming up against a left-handed pitcher like everything yeah. that this song does good it's going to be overpowered by who it's facing like, yeah it's just a bad matchup yeah it's it's like a regular fucking baseball game pretty much like mm-hmm. instead of a left-handed or when you have a left-handed batter and a left-handed pitcher like it's the same as a right-handed batter and a right-handed pitcher like it's right just, yeah the, the, the uh all the comparisons are getting because like, it's to the explain same that shit. yeah a slider from a right-handed pitcher to a right-handed hitter is like starts off in on the right-handed hitter and moves out. So it's harder to adjust to. So a left-handed hitter never has to worry about a slider from a right-handed pitcher. So they have that advantage naturally, unless they're facing a left-handed pitcher, then it's reversed. Yep. Then it's the, you know, the game changer and the, the quality of the music, like the, the synthesizer is good, but it's, you know, just these, weird little uh you know three or four chord things and it's just looped essentially like it's real repetitive and that makes it fucking catchy and it is unique but i still don't think you know i don't think he was made to sing this kind of song it's it sounds good they they do well on this song, but it is not like he is not cut from this cloth that he is trying to be patched into. Um, I think he patches himself in pretty well, but I can agree with yeah, most of what you're saying. Better than I could do. Uh, yeah, waiting for a girl like you is is a solid song. Yeah. Uh, but but like again, separate ways. It's it strikes out, but it's like a it strikes out like a like a three, two count. Like there were a couple balls in there and you thought like it gets was, fouled out. It it could have gotten, yeah, like knocked a couple fouls and cracked one up, but just, uh, just right, right into the hands of like the outfielder. Uh, yeah. uh, so that is two outs for journey. I agree. Uh, or for, yeah. For, for, I agree for, with you. Yeah. For foreigner. Uh, Josh mad. Josh so fucking mad. He's see that's fine. No, I and mean, so it was mad. a bad matchup for me. You so mad. You're I so was... mad. Uh, it was a difficult matchup. Hey, like, you so it's... man. He's fucking seething. You can hear it. It's just. I just want to point out that Andy, after he flexed on, I could play that while the chorus is playing. He's also <laughs> like the production quality of this song, like the way it's produced on a Thomas Dolby song. Who no, I mean like that? it's it's Science. not the production of it. It's the you know it's the sound of it. Like it is just repetitive. It's not like a super complex thing. It's like, and it sounds good. It sounds great. It is mixed well. It is produced well. 
but like it's not like this super complex thing. You know, it's just the oh. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's a very eighties thing to get a riff, like a synth riff, and and loop it like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. You do interesting shit with it, you know. And, uh, and I'm not saying it sounds bad. I've never said that. Like it's a fucking great song. Like all of these are really catchy oh, yeah. songs. They we're, sound we're great. Splitting hairs. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, two outs, one on second. Yep, two outs, one on second. Urgent. Oh, really? Not important. Alright. So. Explain yourself. About a week ago, I sent Andy my my lineup. And I uh, took some songs out. There was a... I can't remember the name of the song that I cut at the end. But I left Urgent in, not really thinking. And then I started doing my research for the songs. And I was like, hmm. This, this song gives off some vibes. This, uh... This song screams, I'm a nice guy, bitch. <laughs> um, but, like, there's... I mean, like, the intro is awesome. Like, it's another really good intro. Um, sounds very Smashing Pumpkins to me. But, uh, like, the reverb and stuff they use in it, that's when you can really hear Dolby doing some different things with yeah. Foreigner, not where Foreigner's doing things with Dolby. Like, I really feel like as far as musical complexity, this song built on their relationship because this was another single with them two. And yeah. I really thought like where they started to figure out how to work with each other. Um, there's a sax solo, which is always a winner for me. Um, it avoided slut shaming until at least the second verse. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's some problems. <laughs> um, should I go sit down? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, so I'm with you. Like, again, fucking another catchy-ass tune from our boys with Foreigner. Uh, like, but it's about how good he lays that pipe for his lady. Like, he's doing <laughs> not, it not so good. Not his lady, a lady. Oh, yeah. Uh, dumb ladies. Lady, any lady. Them, which, them yeah. ladies. Them girls. Uh, <laughs> and it's not lady, it's bitch. Yeah, girl. No, it's girls. Because we already females. established that. I guarantee it's females. females. It's females. Are it's you actually old females? Enough? Are you old enough? Uh, but anyway, that's a different. He's not asking, are you old enough anymore? He is yeah, not. He's not. He's already, he's he already urgent. given it to you. Yeah, he's got her number and she's calling him. Or, excuse me, she has his number. But anyway, it's another, to me, stereotypical uh, foreigner song. Like, I, I agree. This saxophone is fucking lit. It's yeah. I'll stop real. For just Hold a second. second. Let me. Yeah. Hold a second. Let's. Oh, guys, I'm sorry. We're going to inform you. My panties have disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
this, the saxophone is fucking lit. Like, that is really good. But that only bumped it up to a three for me because the rest of it is one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It is the same fucking beat. Every bit of this song is <laughs> so goddamn repetitive. I love it, though. It fucking sounds great. Sounds awesome. That sax bumped it up from a two to a three. Catchy as fuck. Five out of five, as usual. What but... about lyrical depth? What did you <laughs> give it on lyrical depth? Negative five. Uh, <laughs> oh, excuse me. I, I put it on the wrong... Uh, I put the three on the wrong thing. Yeah. The lyrical depth is two. Like, you know, he... It's about four too high. He's dancing around, yeah. uh, you know, saying that his dick is so good that she's calling him up in the middle of the night. Would, but would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. Dancing around. He's barely dancing around it. He just sent W-Y-D yeah. at 2 a.m. Yeah, I didn't I didn't want to give any of them <laughs> you up? one, you know? You up? <laughs> yeah, that's... ABB, That's crazy. You want some anyway, fuck? WID. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like catchy as fuck, but yeah, it's, it's very, very like cocky about how good that pipe is and how he is giving it to all the ladies, but none up there. They ain't none with him. Like, we don't True. know that. True. Yeah, this is a matchup of vocal pipes versus that pipe. Yeah. Versus the pipe. Versus that pipe. Uh, I have something interesting. I want you to listen to like the beginning of the song again. And I want you to listen to uh, these two songs off of uh, There's Nothing Left to Lose by the Foo Fighters. Oh, wow. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, that is yeah. a little nice little it sounds like reverb. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry, Jess. I didn't mean to deflate you for your making an interesting point, but go ahead. It's fine. To me, it sounds like uh, 1979 by Smashing Pumpkins. That's what yeah, I Oh, 100%. I, I, I could have pulled that. Yeah, like, I, that's a good I listened one. to both of those songs like in the past couple days, so they're fresh in my mind. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 1979 is 100% that type of thing. Yeah. Which might have uh, been the year that song came out. I didn't that, know. That sounds pretty accurate. That's probably where they. Yeah. Got that from. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is the song uh, Headwires and Aurora, respectively. Uh, so, at the top of the end of the top of the fifth, oh, dear God, we got 10 15. End of the top of the fifth? Are you <laughs> drunk? <laughs> Very tired. <Okay, laughs> I didn't tell no, you about yeah. Wendy's. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel you, dude. Uh, it's yeeted. Uh, so, uh, heading into the, 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 Bottom of the first is you didn't you the... didn't officially announce I got out. Um, <laughs> you got you left me hoping. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to do something interesting to lessen the sting. Uh, oh, right, we got so... Sting in here now. Sting and is the it... police. Listen, uh, if no, you don't, doing? if you don't to... directly say no to the song "Urgent," <laughs> you have to enthusiastic consent is the word of the day. That was oh, the uh, alternate title. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's not, it definitely wasn't. The alternate title was Give Me That Dick. <laughs> uh, the alternate title is In Buffalo Bill Voice, Would You Fuck Me? I'd Fuck Me. Uh, if you listen to this and Goodbye Horses at the same time, it's crazy. That is an uh, unsolicited dick pic of a song. Oh, 100%. Yes, very much uh, so. So like, it's time to go into the bottom of the first. 
uh, Josh, uh, your picture is coming out, and. Oh, yeah. forgot how long it takes to get there yep i want you to show me how long it takes to get there i just they did. will i just did <laughs> all right josh all right this is your so, opening picture let's make one thing clear this song is about making babies um, what i have some data foreigner uh i have some data for you <laughs> listen to these numbers 15.5 15.5 That's a five-year run of the birth rate in the United States. The one outlier, the 15.8, was the year after this song came out. You mean 15.9? The 15.9, yeah. Yeah, that's a big boy. It's big boy The only one that was different. Jesus Christ. I'm not saying correlation without causation, but I'm claiming it. That Um, might Interesting... (laughs) Interesting fact about this song, the that sings in the background for the end. Yeah. Um, they talked about recording it, and the singer said, quote, We did a few takes, and it was good, but it was still a bit tentative. So then they all got around in a circle, held hands, and said the Lord's Prayer, and it seemed to inspire them, because after that, they did it in one take. I was in tears, because my mom and dad were in the studio, too. I can't believe Foreigner started a cult. <laughs> a cult to fucking... Yeah, you that's, that's a that baby-making song. How can you disrespect the Lord's Prayer Listen, by saying it when trying to sing this song? For all the damage they did by sending Urgent and Feels Like the First Time and Hot-Blooded and all those other songs that show no depth, after they were at the brink, they send I Want to Know What Love Is. That's their paragraph to get them back, and it works every time. Oh, yeah. yeah it's I mean, a... Great song. And it's just like you know what it you've is. changed. It's it's uh, you know I get it. You've changed. Yeah, yeah. We you can try it again. This song, and and, and then they're immediately just like, what are you doing? And it's just urgent again. <laughs> yeah. Who this? Yep. 
It's okay. it's a really good song. It uh, is phenomenal. We've already discussed it once, but it is a really good song. And again, it's we like a journey song. song. It's, it's their journey, uh, like rebuttal, essentially. Yeah, but this song's bigger than any journey song besides Don't Stop Believing, I'd say. I agree. I mean, it just it succeeds in a way that, like, even if it is like Journey, it's still succeeding at that game. No, yeah, I, I'm like it is phenomenal at what it I'm does. Totally with you. It's a really good fucking song. I mean, this song is probably one. My Journey and Foreigner did like a four when they were seventy. Yeah. Um. Was this the one that was in Crank Two? No, that was Ario <laughs> Speedwagon. That was uh, I'm yeah. gonna keep Speed on Dragon. loving you. Because we saw Crank 2 in the theaters, me, Josh, and Gary, we were the only three people that saw that movie in the theaters uh, at like yeah, 4 p.m. on a Wednesday. Um, and it played that song, and me and Josh, like, independent of each other, threw out the power ballad fist. Uh, it is. And I, I wasn't sure if that was this song or not. It is. This is a power ballad song, too. Oh, it is the power ballad song. Yes, yeah, uh, It is the... But yeah, now. it, it mm-hmm. just brings some, uh, like, I don't know, it brings more guitar, more raspiness to it than a Journey song does. Like, yeah, Journey's yeah, no. very good at the ballads, but it's like, like Adam said, it's more like opera-esque, like there's much more structure to it. Yeah, like John, or uh, Journey, uh, Foreigner has more like, it's more vulnerable. Right, yeah. This song's a very vulnerable song. That's Yeah, it sounds like a regular dude is getting up here and belting yeah. the shit out. Like it's, it's not bad. Like this is that I gave some really good scores. Uh, like it's five out of five on catchiness just because like it's a foreigner song. Like it's catchy as fuck. It's unique to them. It's five out of five on that. Uh, uh like it doesn't sound like most of their other shit. Uh, the lyrical depth, you know, I think he is, you know, actually, like I, I want you to show me what it means to be in love. Yeah, like, it's he's actually it's a, song yeah. and uh, waiting for a girl like you are two songs where he actually expresses yeah. some complex emotions. Yeah, yeah like it, very it, he seems like a human more so than yeah. you know, just a uh, dick attached to a lifeless body. Yeah, <laughs> just a uh, a walking, talking, singing dick, but uh, just a walking, talking pipe. <laughs> yeah, it's. On a, it's it's fives across the board except for uh, musical quality, and I only gave that four out of five just because, like, you know, it could be a little better. But I mean, I couldn't play that shit if I wanted to, but you know, it's it's still a really good song. Uh, a good, it's a good choice. Yeah, it's a solid, solid, solid picture. Uh, but uh, speaking of solid. Softly 
<laughs> did one of y'all open That's a, a beer bat. in the middle of that? That sounded I did not. fucking. It sounded like it. I dropped a cap. It was good. No, you oh, popped a cap. You yeah. popped a cap. Popped a tab on that uh, fucking brewski because you had to pour one out for your homies. Uh, this song, you know, it's it's pretty fucking catchy. Like. It's catchy. It's pretty popular, and I think this is even the Arnell version. No, if I'm not mistaken. It sounds. No, this is. Uh, this is the one that makes okay. it feel so. I don't think it. No, yeah, no. This is the 1981 this version. Is, it's a, okay, yeah. That's definitely uh, Steve Perry then. But but I, but I think this is the one that like sounded the closest. I remember yeah, listening to that I could, version. I remember not being able to differentiate them. Yeah. Yeah, like they they are really similar, but. Uh, you know, uniqueness for me. This is probably you know, it's still a journey song. Like it sounds, it sounds like most of their other songs. But fucking good. It, it's it's real goddamn good. Yeah, the the lyrical uh, depth. Uh, there, it's not that deep. You know, he's just saying like, I got open arms. Uh, I, I just want you to be in them again. Be in my arms again. But, you know, that's what he's saying in most of the other songs. It sounds beautiful because it's fucking Steve Perry again. And that... Oh, turn, turn the volume up just a little bit if you don't mind, sir. That little closing. That's so, so good. Uh, it's so fucking good. I gave it five out of five on the music quality, uh, just because like the fucking piano in the beginning, and then you know that build up to oh now I come to you with open arms. He's he's crawling back to his woman because he fucked up. He knows he fucked up, and he this is his apology. He is coming back and hoping she will accept him. The, I mean, it's a really uh, common uh, journey trope, but it's still a really fucking good song. Fucking good. Yeah. Uh, Josh? All right, so I think a lot of people mistake this song for being corny and like very yeah. campy, but oh, yeah. I really think that's just a misinterpretation of the way that Steve Perry sings. Like this song doesn't sound as genuine as it genu- as it actually is. Just because his vocals, like you said, he's he cares it's more too about perfect. The, right. He cares more about hitting the note than any kind of vulnerability. Yeah. But yeah. that's basically my argument. Like this song is trying to do what I want to know what love is does, but it doesn't have the same vulnerability. It doesn't yeah. carry the same emotion. And it, it doesn't, doesn't hit. Yeah, the it doesn't have the notes. feels. I, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't. It doesn't get to the. It's like a roller coaster that doesn't have as big of the heights. I mean, it's just. Yeah. It's a great song. I'm not gonna bash this song because. I once shared a memory with Adam leaving Chuck E. Cheese this song and never hold a special spot. Uh, and you, uh, you took my heat. Uh, I was about to ask Josh, uh, uh, have we ever been in a car uh, leaving Chuck E. Cheese at noon on a Friday when both of us should have been at school uh, blowing bubbles that we got after I struck gold on the SpongeBob machine uh, and got us 200 tickets? Did that ever happen to the soundtrack of "I Want to Know What Love Is"? It did my not uh, my counter sound. is is that uh-huh. I made many mistakes in 2008. You did, and there are some <laughs> things I would correct. 
And I think uh, plugging in, I want to know what love is would have made that moment better. I disagree. Oh, uh, open arms is a double. I'm not saying it's a home run, but against, I want to know what love is. I think open arm gets a, it's one of those where it's like, it's like a two, two pitch and open arms just gets it in just the right way. Like, it's not like, like it didn't, didn't outwit the pitcher. It was just like, it just made that perfect, you know, like, one in a million connection. Right down the foul line, barely yep. stays fair. Yep. Uh, too, he's just too fast. It's too fast <laughs> for me. Oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, that song, if, if that song wasn't as special specifically to us, right. probably wouldn't have been. But, man, fucking, the, we, I, we, I was, uh, that's a real story. We were, I was blowing bubbles in the car as we were driving to Carnival to go see Walk Hard to Dewey Cox Story. Uh, and Open Arms was playing, and then Set It Off by Boosie Badass came on. Hell yes. It is dumb that we can pull these memories off the dome from yep. 11 years ago. And then, and then, we were at the stoplight in Collierville at, at Bahia Road and Poplar Avenue, waiting to turn left. We were bullshitting about something, just talking. Light turns green, we do not move. And then somebody honks at us, and we look up and realize we sat through the entire green light as it turned red. I thought uh, we went when it was yellow, and the car no, behind us couldn't go. No, we we sat through another cycle because we totally missed it. Man, the worst. The good thing, good shit. Andy wasn't behind us, or he'd have got out and beat our ass. Oh <laughs> yeah, I would have just beat the brakes. Which off one of us. you dead motherfuckers? <laughs> just stayed at this stoplight. <laughs> just you don't understand. <laughs> we gotta set it off. All right, uh, it's time for Andy's second pitcher. Pitcher? Batter. Whatever. <laughs> Catcher. Shortstop. been mornings not on the road without you <laughs> all right well this fucking song you know, steve perry as usual is just demonstrating those fucking hot gold vocal cords uh like it's not super catchy just because you want to hear it like, you don't want to fucking yeah. sing along to it. You want to hear that shit. Yeah. And then, got this little uh, little choir-type thing where they're all singing. And then oh, yeah, like the harmony Steve Perry, is Yeah, amazing. Steve Perry fucking showboating again. Uh, 
and then they come right back into it. It's, you know, the the quality of the lyrics are great, but that depth, you know, just, just think about, he's like, uh, you know, my friend, I'm lonely. Like, when you're, you're in that place and you wish you were somewhere else. Like, yeah. If you don't feel that every fucking day at work. Oh yeah. Or uh, I mean, when you work at a shitty job, like I don't. Yeah. I don't really feel that at my work because I fucking love it now. But hell yeah. Uh, when I was teaching. Oh yeah. You know, I just wish I was in fucking Oxford. So that that uniqueness or that specialness to me, you know, that that ups it quite a bit. You know, I would listen to this shit, and then the quality. You know, it's not that complex. But I, I would put it as catchier than some other Journey songs. Yeah. Or more popular, just because it's like it's one you want to listen to. Yeah. Not necessarily sing along to, and the vocal qualities still killing it, just because it's Steve Perry and then the whole rest of the fucking crew singing along with him. Yeah. Absolute it's, banger. In my it's book. really good. You know. Uh, oh, wow. It's really fucking good. My only retort is, is like, there's nothing like wrong with this song. Like, it is a really great song, and like, it's super poetic, and like, everybody can relate to that feeling. And I feel like it's trying to do what I want to know what love is without succeeding at it. Like, or not doing better. It succeeds, but it's just like, it's not as epic. It's not as catchy. It's not as popular. Yeah, um, it doesn't have quite yeah, the, the band same build in the up. background, but they don't have the New Jersey Mass Choir being <laughs> blessed by the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> So like, are you saying God it's just, came it's a, down? It's a great song that's going to struggle in the matchup. Lyrics. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. God Himself, written uh, by God Himself, and had yeah. the best band in the world, the motherfucking time. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's lights is. Like, I want to know what love is. It's just like Super Saiyan lights. <laughs> Christ, I mean uh, that's that's a little stretch, but okay, you know. Whatever. Lights is a really solid song but it's one of those journey songs that i kind of forget uh and it, it might just be because of how much of a banger the rest of them are but i think lights uh against i want to know what love is i think light strikes out swinging okay okay i see you yeah you're gonna come also, here with my ass i'm gonna write the, about uh, it in my diary <laughs> the description of the song says he had it written about Los Angeles, and then he was thinking about the bridge in San Francisco. He was so close to riding under the bridge. So close. <laughs> it's a, the, pro the problem is it's Northern California, not Southern California. And if, if he was on uh, heroin, he probably would have written that song. Yes. Yeah, he says, I had the song written in Los Angeles almost completely except for the bridge, and it was written about Los Angeles. It was when the lights go down in the city and the sun shines on L.A., but he oh. didn't like the way it sounded, and then huh. he went back to San Francisco, where he's from, and it made him think of San Francisco. Interesting. I could see that. Yeah. That's well, thanks a, for thanks for sealing the deal. It's a on much strikeout. It's a much better song if it's. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm or, throwing no, the, the ball no, at you as you leave. Oh yeah, no. Like, listen, yeah. don't get me wrong. That's a better song the way it is. That's a much worse song if it's about LA. Right. Yeah. Uh, I agree. All right. so, and also, that song's been used by pretty much every team on the Bay. At some point, because it's really oh. special to San Francisco. Oh, yeah. It's like the one song written. It's like this and the full house theme. <laughs> Whatever happened to predictability? <laughs> Foreigner and Journey. 
on the radio. Andy, I don't think I've ever heard. I don't think I've ever uh, heard hey, the song whoa, before. Hey, whoa, whoa, no, turn this shit back up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This part, Grandma found out. All right, yeah. Turn this shit up again, because there's one more that is the fucking icing on this already ice cake. Like, <laughs> If Josh didn't already have diabetes, he <laughs> would get it again and then die from it immediately by eating this fucking delicious cake of a song. Uh, so, first off, it's just an absolute goddamn banger, okay? This shit, like, I had not heard it before. I was listening to these journey songs and was like, oh, what the fuck is After the Fall? And... It just kept me fucking going every fucking time. Like I played this shit on repeat. We're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna talk until the next party. Right. Things uh, after the fall again. Cause right. three minutes and forty five seconds in. If you can keep a look uh, on I, the clock, I, I believe. I do, I do not have a a, a, oh. a timer oh in front of me, but but anyway, it's it's so goddamn good. The quality of the singing is great. The depth of the lyrics. He's talking about, uh, like, falling out of love with someone, essentially. But turn it up again. Listen to this shit. And there's another time. Wait, no. Right here. <laughs> it's, it's coming. Yep. Keep it. Going. 
That's fucking. Vocal cord shifted gears. That's ridiculous. <laughs> After you fall, motherfucker dropped it back down in the low to <laughs> just tear up on this fucking keyboard and guitar solo to the end of the song. This is a fucking solid gold track. Like if I had put this on anything else, like I would play this on repeat over whatever else I had on any kind of fucking mixtape, CD, bullshit. Like, oh, okay, you got that one fucking CD? Yeah, put that shit on repeat on this one fucking song. Because this shit is solid goddamn gold. And it doesn't sound like Steve Perry. It just sounds like some fucking awesome singer. Like, I didn't know it was Steve Perry. I was like, who the fuck is this? And I'll keep erasing shit on my a little spreadsheet here, but it's just a solid gold song. Like this shit is fucking like, it's got gold filigree on top of the gold plating on top of the already solid goddamn gold. <laughs> got a goddamn gold inlay <laughs> on this gold plated gold song. <laughs> gold plated gold pipe. Yes, it is. It is laying the pipe without even mentioning, uh, any innuendo about laying the fucking pipe. Oh my god. He just lets uh. it fall on the fucking table <laughs> so you can bask in its... <laughs> alright, alright. Josh? So, um, <laughs> I think there's an element to Law of Diminishing Return with these songs because we've heard it so many times. Yeah. I'm not trying to uh, ruin Andy's love fest over there. Can't believe you're but, about to ruin um, Andy's love fest. Uh, just hearing a song for the first time is something special. It's like the first time you heard Jukebox Hero. Like, yeah. There's like the first months you can hear this song. I would love to know how Andy feels about this song in a year. But I'll probably still fucking jam yeah. out to it. Uh, in it's a year, a lot that Listen, you second, know who this is. Yeah. yeah, we, you know we who know you're talking about. You know who you're talking to. Yeah. Like, hey, Andy, how many times do you listen to Fuck the Pain fuck Away the this pain hour? Away. <laughs> <laughs> Been listening to it the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, like I have it on in the background, guys. This bullshit, because I don't, I want to hear it. I want to hear "fucked up to the fall." What were the two songs? Oh, I can't remember. It was something by Three Six Mafia and Don't by No Doubt that you listened to on repeat until Will tried to. It wasn't want to be a baller, was it? It might have been. Uh, uh, that was one of the songs at one point, and that's yeah. not about Three Six Mafia. That's uh, Fat Pat and Lil Troy. Oh, uh, you don't need to tell I, me that. I apologize. KWK, the uh, Houston Ballers, right there. But uh, anyway, I'll probably still be fucking almost crying every time I hear this fucking song <laughs> because it is solid fucking gold. Uh, all right. Um, I want to know what love is. Is platinum? So, <laughs> God. Uh, you know, no, it's a good song. I, I, I have actually I've never heard that song before. Uh, I don't I don't think it is a home run as Andy seems to. Uh, but Damn, I do think it is right. a solid double. Andy just disconnected. What happened? Uh, so uh, you have uh, y'all can runners. hear my fucking microphone mute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I'm still here. I'm supposed to be. Here. I ain't even uh, so yeah, so uh, it's a it's a double. So Andy, you got, mispronounced uh, triple. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, triple! Uh, Andy's got a a runner on third and a runner on second. So you're in a pretty good spot. 
and looking at your upcoming lineup, uh, I thought I had. A I do want to say, second. like, yeah. So, like, it does a, a double doesn't necessarily shift everybody over two, does it? I mean, it, if you have a if you have a runner the, on second, unless the you, runner ahead of them is just like fast, would sometimes it's mm-hmm. totally up to you if you want to send that runner home or not. I okay. I think I'm gonna yeah. wait. I don't think it matters looking at the upcoming songs, but I'm gonna keep that runner on third. Okay. Okay. Uh, cool. Okay. Uh, so hey, we're getting our uh, we're getting our first uh, go 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 repeat. Uh, all right, you both have like sixty seconds. Go, Andy. Andy, seen the music oh, video after. of this? I God, I have. This is the most in-your-face song that they have released. Again, it's not that catchy because that you, music video you, probably should have been for urgent. <laughs> true, it was it was very weird, but uh, I fucking love, love it. Like, it's broken in two. Like he's talking about breaking these chains that bind you. Yeah. Like the chains of love. Like you're held down by uh these chains of love. Just break them. Just break free and do what you want. And he's saying, you can always come back to me, and I'll be there when you get your heart broken. Yeah, if, if you love them, let them go. They will. If it's meant to be, they will yep. return. Josh? Um, I think this song's a solid single. I think it's a matchup where Foreigner actually has the advantage on lyrical depth and, like, unique yeah. song, which they rarely do. This song's an accomplishment, don't get me wrong, like... Being able to perform this song is something special, and like this is an undeniable, like catchy, popular song. But I just feel like I want to know what love is, and it's in a different level of accomplishment. It's a different kind of song, but Separate Ways is a great hit. Yeah, it's a bop. Uh, fucking, I love Separate Ways. Separate Ways is a triple. Like even against, Ah! I want to know what love is. Separate Ways is a triple. Like, it ain't knocking it out of the park, but it's sending two home and, and setting itself up nice on scoring position. Uh, you know, well, this is one of the few times that I agree with Adam. It's uh, true. Like, I'm glad we have a document. It's just a really good song. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's on fucking record now. Uh, this, is, yep. this is one of the many times that I disagree with both of you. Hey, but, uh, you know, you can just go kick rocks. Got him. Got him.
All right, that so, harmony is ridiculous in yeah. this song. It's, it's really good. Again, lyrical depth. You know, he's... I don't even know what he's singing about, but he just sounds so <laughs> just know goddamn deep. good singing about it. It's, Put on your right, not lyrical depth. I don't get. I'm not even quantifying that. But the the if I would have known singing, we could plead ignorance, I would have done that with every foreigner song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plead ignorance. Like I don't know, I don't what, know what that's about. about I just know it's good. I'm not even bitching. Yeah, I'm not even <laughs> listening to like the story of it. Like it's just it just sounds so fucking good. It's catchy. So, like he's just talking about the fucking sun, and we don't even know. It's some, uh, you know, ancient Egyptian sun worship bullshit. But it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> it sounds great. It's kind of similar to some of their some uh, some of their songs, but it's not like enough to be like, oh yeah, this is this is the same as this other song. It's like. It's definitely a Journey song. When you hear this song, you're like, oh, shit, oh, yeah. that's fucking Steve Perry and those other dudes that, you know, roll around with him. But it's a really good song to me. Huh? Uh, you know, I gave it four on the catchiness and popularity and uh, the quality of the singing. The quality of the singing is five. Uh, in case you didn't hear him carry out that fucking long-ass high note for no reason. Uh, the quality, it's, you know, it's pretty complex on the on the music standpoint. Like, it's, it's catchy, but, you know, it's got some difficult-sounding stuff in there. Uh, and then uniqueness, you know, still just a three. You know, it's three out of five. It's not really... Not really, uh, you know, knocking it out of the park, but not really, uh, you know, sucking it up. That's just how I feel about that yeah. song. Uh, what you got, Josh? I actually, like, listening to the uh, playlist of both of these bands together, this song really meshes with Foreigner. It's got a really, like, noticeable intro that, like, carries into the first verse. The chorus is very, is redundant. It comes, it goes. It's not super lyrically depth. It's not like separate ways or faithfully where you're going in and out of different like things. Like I feel like it's a, I mean it's a good song. Like I would never argue against Will. Yeah, it's it's just a lot catchier than their normal stuff. Just because. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They ignored the depth of like they ignored telling a story in it. Like they're just the the wheel in the sky is gonna keep turning regardless of what we're doing. Yeah, I feel like it's a. uh, it's a very good song, but if it was a band's best song, it wouldn't be that special. Like I feel like it's good if you're arguing like Journey's fourth best song, and that's yeah. special. I feel like it's good that Journey was able to do that, but like I don't feel like on its own that Will in the Sky is as special of a song as I Want to Know What Love Is or even the other bops from Journey. Yeah, it's I a very good like... song to have on your greatest hits. Um, I think it's the lead-in to Don't Stop Believing on most of their greatest hit CDs. Yeah. And it's it's one of those songs that when you listen to, like, man, that's a good song. But it's not a song that it's not a great song in my opinion. Good not great, my take. Uh I think it's 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 really solid. I like that song a lot. I think there's no other song like it. Uh like that's why like the thing that kind of sticks out to me and the journeyness of it is that like I've never like when I think about other journey songs, 
I can think of similar songs to them by other bands. Now, those songs are usually people attempting to uh, right. uh, in, 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 imitate Journey, which is not a knock against Journey. But this song is, is just one that I don't, I've never heard anything like it. Uh, and I always really like it. And the guitar in it's really good, which is another, we, we've touched on it. And how the guitar in Journey songs is like, like it's often uh, uh, underutilized, but when it does come out, it's so good. Uh, so I think Wheel on the Sky is a solid double. Uh, which means that it gets on to second and separate ways comes in home. Uh, we are three to two with Journey in the lead and one out. Uh, and we're gonna keep going and we're gonna uh, I'm gonna make a my, I'm uh, putting on my umpire thing. Uh, let's let's uh, let's start trucking because I gotta wake up in seven hours. Uh, up next. All right, Andy, give us your elevator pitch. All right, so this one holds uh, a special place in my heart. Uh, you know, it's one of my go-to karaoke songs. It is. And, uh, it is uh, what I sang when I first met Aaron, who Aww, I know I'm that. married. Yep. Aww. So I met her. her oh, nice. uh, or, uh, you know, I, I sort of coaxed her into coming to karaoke. Where I, you, you know, you sent her urgent, urgent dot mp3. Yeah, she pretty was much. Like, Damn. This is, yeah, this is my urgent. This is like the urgent for me. God, you said uh, that I was taking a drink and almost died. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, the, again, the quality of the singing is great. Uh, top notch shit. And then uh, the lyrical depth. He's completely committed to this person. Uh, Forever yours, faithfully. Like, there's no need for that person to worry. And uh, again, you know, I can't give it high score on catchiness because you don't want to sing along to it. You want to hear this shit. Except for, like, except for like the end, because when the end comes on, a, that's whoa, when, yeah, that's when you're like, oh, it's my time to shine in this empty car where no one can hear me. Yeah. And then you know, faithfully. That shit that's too high for any normal person to sing. Uh, but yeah, like this is always a top notch fucking song. Yeah. Real good sound to it. Uh, really good quality of the singing. Really good lyrical depth. Uh, and I, it's special to me. So I gave it five out of five on specialty or the specialness to me just because, you know, it's what I sang when I met Aaron and it is one of my go-to karaoke songs, like I said, and it's just a fucking all-around good song. It's It's a solid song. That's good shit right there. Josh? Okay, so little game theory here. First of all, Faithfully is a flawless song. All right. In... This is an incredible song. There is no doubting it. Um, I think it's Steve Perry at his apex. I think it's Journey's best song. And I have an open base at first because there's a runner on second. And I want to <laughs> intentionally walk faithfully. 
Oh. Because it is 2001 Barry Bonds oh. up at the plate. I don't want to oh. deal with it. I, wow. I, have, I haven't even thought about what would happen to somebody wanting to intentionally walk. I didn't think we were going to bring it into play until later. But oh. Okay, uh, and I'm going to hit the hit the batter. I'm throwing a <laughs> curveball, a fastball at the face of Faith. Josh, Josh, I want you to think carefully. If you beam faithfully, I will disqualify you and end this game right now. But I will Throw me out. allow an in- intentional walk. Because this was... Hey, like, and not trying to fuck up this whole system, but uh, I think you might have fucked up this whole system because <laughs> uh, Don't Stop Believing was supposed to be after the fall. Did we, like, skip that or... Yeah, or, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to go to that next. Or, okay. like... Oh, no, no, Don't no, Stop yeah, Believing was supposed fine, to be fine. separate ways. Yeah, that's fine. Listen, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there uh, next time in the next inning. Uh, listen, you still... You're still, you're still sitting pretty. Uh, still going. Yeah, okay. okay. I mean, we're so, good. Just so didn't know what had happened. No, nah, yeah, you're good. Uh, uh, behind the scenes, we have gone from, from three innings to two because it's getting late. Uh, and we are some long-winded motherfuckers. I don't know if you could tell. Uh, I have a lot to say. We do. Uh, but yeah, like I was like I was looking at faithfully being like a double, but then when, when he whipped out the fucking uh Oh, that's where I met Aaron, I was like, Oh man. Oh man, that's Yeah. Nineteen twenty seven Babe Ruth approached the plate. He's, he yep. called his shot and then you hit him in the head with the baseball. <laughs> <laughs> hit him right in the fucking dude up cigar. <laughs> Just knock his <laughs> shit loose. Just, just take your face, you fat fuck. <laughs> just ow, my racism. Uh, yeah, I was about to say that. I was about to say hit him right in the racism. <laughs> nope, that was the wrong one. It's the other one with after. Bop. This is the only one I believe I have that is sung by someone other than Steve Perry. I totally forgot that this song Um, was on that album. Yeah, this is some of their new shit. And uh, I'm going to ask you to turn it up in a minute. I'll I'll keep an ear out for it. But, uh, uh, you know, not catchy because you want to hear this shit. You're not... You're not trying to sing along. Uh, you're trying to like play this with your boo thing uh, after you have that three-month anniversary 
and uh you know you got her the uh fucking 12 taco pack from Taco Bell <laughs> and, and uh, personally that party pack. yep alright wait nope this is not it uh but the vocal quality again fucking Arnell Panita this guy didn't even know English other than Journey songs and the other songs he sang at karaoke that part is what I wanted you to turn it up for but I forgot I'm sorry that was me yeah you just need to hear that that after all these years and you hear that uh, vibrato in his uh, his that last note of the years yeah uh, the you know music quality like this it's an easy guitar riff you know easy sounding like it's not yeah bad at all but like this shit is not super special like I enjoy it it sounds great but you know it's not you know, it's not game breaking uh, but the fucking specialness E yeah and uh, after all these years sorry I had to hear that yeah uh, Specialness to me, it's an anniversary song. Like Josh yeah. has said before, like and me and Aaron uh, just rounded off year two. Oh yeah, you did. Fucking great song. You know, it's those it's those connections that you can you know bring into your own life. Everybody has some experience that uh, is almost always reflected in some journey song. Uh, and it's just a really good song to me. Uh you know, this fucking guy straight out of the Philippines uh, wearing God knows what if you've seen those uh, uh, videos from 2008 of him on stage like uh, but absolute banger anniversary song just a solid fucking bop oh, alright all right, Josh so uh, I looked up to see if like who wrote this song and if it was about a relationship and pretty sure it's not um the dude who wrote it, Neil Sean, um, he was he was in a relationship with somebody. Mich- I'm not going to try to pronounce her name. She was on Bravo's Real Housewives. She left her husband to be with Sean, and they got uh-huh. married at the Lyrical Opera House. No, wait. They married on pay-per-view, 1495, at the Palace of Fine Arts what? in Francisco that they didn't get permission to get married at. Oh, nice. And were ch- fined $290,000. Nice. But other than that, this song is probably my favorite. Like, like we, like with After the Fall, it's your favorite Journey song to discover because yeah. the yeah. first time you hear "Don't Stop Believing," you've heard it in the background of everything for years. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. song. Um, my only argument or contest to it is that after all these years, is the result of the love that happens, and I want to know what love is. <laughs> I think that uh, I think the two songs go well together. I think after all these years is a solid single. Uh, so Do what? The, the after all these years is a solid single. Right, yeah, that, it so, managed no. to stay on the charts for twenty three weeks. Uh, boy, we have gotten that there is a a uh, uh, an overlap in baseball lingo and music lingo. It is a single, <laughs> as in it made it to first base oh. for twenty three weeks. <laughs> just stayed on, <laughs> just camped there. 
It was weird. It didn't shower. <laughs> wasted away. Uh, didn't eat anything. Can can the pitcher balk? Like this is horseshit. What the? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, do I, how do I call him? If you can find a mistake, in the play, what love is, is, I'll listen to it. Nah. Review the fucking play, man. Like, this All right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> This has, you know, some of the same uh, catchiness as, uh, like, some of the Foreigner songs, but uh, the music quality, uh, I don't think, hangs with, uh, I believe it was Urgent that has that weird synthesizer yeah. uh, repetitiveness. So, it's got that synthesizer rep- on repeat shit. But it doesn't have the uh, saxophone. That's the only downfall of that aspect of it to me. Uh, just turn the shit up just a little bit. Yeah, this is, you know... It's it's a lot like these some of these foreigner songs, you know. It's uh, got that uh, weird uh, harmony, uh, but the the singing is a little raspier. It's a little rougher. Sounds like Steve Perry's been on tour for a little bit too long, and uh, you know it's actually he's actually feeling it. Uh, it's again not super unique, but it is you know a pretty standout song for. Uh, journey like it's uh no it's not their best it's not their worst but uh it's different enough to where you're like oh yeah fucking ask the lonely yeah that's a great goddamn song uh i give it four on catchiness five on lyrical depth and quality of singing uh two on music quality musical uh complexity and a three on uniqueness. All right, what do you think, Josh? All right, so this song isn't from a Journey CD. It is. It was a, released on a reissue of one of their CDs, but it was written for a movie called Two of a Kind, which was a flop movie featuring John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John oh, in 1983. Oh. oh, God, I remember I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about like box office, like trying to guess the box office on one weekend. And it was that song, and it was like this this movie, or there was that movie. And they were like, this movie doesn't exist. 
It is a pairing of two people who had one of the biggest hits of the 70s. It's another musical. They were in a musical, and just no matter what hints were given, never would have gotten that in a million years. That movie doesn't so, exist. So yeah, that's my point <laughs> with this song. This song is a trying to recapture something that existed in the 70s with Separate Ways. Because it sounds a lot like a worse version of Separate Ways. I'm not uh, saying that's bad, but uh, I just I feel like everything about that song is we're trying to recapture Separate Ways. We mailed it in for this movie, and I don't know. That song doesn't work for me. That's always been a scene. Yeah, okay. I I, uh, I I think it I think it starts out swinging. Like I think it's it's a, it's a totally fine song, but it's a it's a it's just kind of boring. Like it's a boring journey song. Like yeah, yeah like that it song feels makes like it's trying to capture something. Ways. Yeah, that's the thing. I I hear that, and I think, boy, there's a lot of other better journey songs I could be listening to. Uh, all right. Uh, that's two outs, right? This is it. Yeah. Uh, Runners okay, on two. first and third. First, second, and third. Oh, base is loaded. Wheel, wheel, uh, wheel in the sky was on second when you walked faithfully. Okay. And then got another single. Uh, so bases are loaded. Oh snap! Uh, hey, Andy. Yeah. I feel bad. Uh, that we move things around a little bit, and yep. so you you fucked it up. But there it's is a okay. song. There is a song uh, that's not in your uh, hitting lineup in this first inning. Uh, I will allow you to slot that song in right here if you'd like. I'm playing in protest. That's uh, not fair. Uh, Andy, no, would I would you... I would rather uh, love and rather... touch and squeeze and okay, all right, still, still go. All right, it's not their best, but we can just plug it in next song. someone else so this one is it's about uh him knowing that the woman he is with is cheating on him like he fucking knows it and uh hear that you're yeah. tearing me apart fucking tearing me apart every day uh you're out there loving, touching, squeezing somebody else, and I'm gonna laugh at you when he does the same fucking thing to you. He goes out and he starts loving, touching, and squeezing another. Damn, that's all right. That's like, yeah. It's got a lot of depth to it. Uh, you know, again, it's another. Uh, love song from Journey or you know missed out love song from Journey but it's a solid fucking song yeah and it's it sounds really different like it's yeah. it's a blues song in yeah. something that like, they've never there's no other Journey song like this uh Josh do you have a rebuttal okay 
First of all, if anybody's in a relationship where people say, you make me weep and want to die just when you said we'd try, or when I'm all alone by myself, you're out with someone else, those are red flags. It's in Red Flags the musical, right around urgent. This <laughs> song is bad. Like, the what? lyrics of this song don't hold up in the same way that Journey songs don't hold up. This is very emotionally abusive stuff. Is it? It won't be long till you're alone. When your lover, but he hasn't come home. Like, okay, so I think that. you... I think you mo- Misinterpreted that. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I can see where you're coming from, but yeah. I don't think that's what the song is. So, you're saying I don't think uh, they're together because he says it's when you said we'd try. So, oh. no, like, yeah, that doesn't said, sound yeah. like a committed relationship. He said uh, he's essentially saying just when we uh, essentially got started, you are already out. Like you have right. fucking you turned the tables. Expect Not, that kind of. Yeah. Isolationism that early that's, in a relationship. That's, that's, that's an interesting read that, like, it's the two different reads on this song. Either it's a relationship yeah. and you're, uh, and they're, they're cheating on you, or it's fucking, uh, Jack it's not Johnson a committed, song. Yeah, or, yeah, not or a committed it's like, or it's like unrequited, and... like, yeah. listen, I've put a lot of niceness tokens in. When do I get the sex? Yeah. Uh, I just feel Could be it's an troublesome incel song. to, I, I get that. Yeah. Incel ballad. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I regret to inform you, uh, the name of the show is no Incel Ballad. Uh, <laughs> the musical. Yes. That's, that's, that is interesting. Like, if anything, that makes the song more interesting to me. Right. Uh, I can see that. But yeah, um, I think Love and Touch and Sweet, like, lyrically, I think it's interesting. It, it, it's not, it's, it's well-tread territory, uh, but you know, I, I think the ambiguousness of it is just kind of your mileage may vary. Uh, but I think musically, it's really interesting. It is, and it's something that they have never done, and I appreciate that. And uh, I, I like the idea of Steve Perry trying to sing kind of the blues. Uh, so I think Love and Touch and Squeeze it is a double, uh, which will send two runs home, uh, which will end the inning, uh, five to two. Yeah, journey. just because it's. It's not nice for me to get that extra. Listen, you know, I was that, gonna let no, you do it. I'm just, I'm just talking shit. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> want another. Uh, uh, you didn't want episode you, of Don't Stop Believing. You didn't, you didn't want a, you didn't want a, 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 gra- a guaranteed grand slam. I appreciate the, uh, I appreciate the, the modesty. Yeah, Listen, you know, telling I'll let it swing your on the supposed lover <laughs> that she's gonna be all alone, and you know she's gonna be all alone because her lover's out and. He won't come home because he's with somebody else. That's there's red flags there. It, you're not wrong. And you it's, gave it a dollar. Yeah, I, I I did not deny <laughs> what you're what you're saying, but a- anyway, uh, reject Adam's, I ain't gonna uh, deny. Yeah, it's a good uh, song. Uh, They're all good okay. songs. Okay, top of the we second and final inning. Uh, so this one we're gonna go through pretty quickly uh, because we've already introduced the songs. But I know Josh has a uh, 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 a uh, thesis or a um, a dissertation. That he's written. Yeah. All right, Josh. You have until it kicks in. Go. All right. So, Jukebox Hero is the perfect song. We've already talked about how it builds the way that you want a rock song to. Like, the way that Bohemian Rhapsody builds to So You Think You Can, all that. Yeah. Like, that's the, the what Jukebox Hero does. Yeah, the headbang. Um, and the same way that Stairway Heaven builds that, and as we wind on down the yes. road, like that is what Jukebox Hero does. It might not be as good as those two songs, but it's in the ballpark. But at the same time, like if I asked you what the best country song is, 
you're going to tell me something that tells a story with each verse acting as a chapter. And uh, Box yeah, Hero it? does that flaw. Uh, was it your your dog Allison? died? Your the, there's a train and something about your mama and your truck. Right, right. but at the end your truck works and uh, your yes. mama's fine. Exactly. Or she's looking down on you from heaven. But like, damn. The way that you, the every single second of Jukebox Hero plays in a way that is just like utter perfection. It builds and builds with the story. The vocals build and build. The noise in the background. It starts off so simple. And then just builds to something huge. Yeah. Like skip to the middle of Jukebox Hero and tried to listen. It would be like trying to jump in a moving car. Like it is not a song <laughs> meant to be listened to parts of. It's like watching Inception 45 minutes in. Just starting right. there. Yeah. It is like I like rock music better, but like I've grown to appreciate pop music. Yeah, this same. kind of song is why like I always gravitated towards rock yeah. music. Yeah. Because of the way it makes you feel like it's just on it's a, it's larger than life. Right. And it like there, it never goes a second too long of focusing on the guitar. It never goes a second too long yeah. letting the drum shine. The vocals come yeah. in. It also, lets you relax. Here, listen. That like that like rolling guitar in the background of the second verse. It's just there the entire time and it's amazing. Right. Like this song almost had a showrunner. It's like that <laughs> flawless from beginning to end. Like some song apart and pieced it together perfectly this from is beginning some to end. Breaking Bad season three shit. <laughs> it all like comes together. You're like, none of this makes sense. And then it all comes together. You're like Vince Gilligan, you madman. But, like, if you're a person that can hear him say he had one guitar and turn the song off after that, then you're not a person I want to know. Like, yeah. from uh. that point on, like, you're just on the ride. Like, few songs can do what Jukebox Hero does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This entire podcast was an excuse for me to get people to listen to Jukebox Hero. Listen, I support you. I would almost give you the game win on that because that's a, that's a good goal. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> Jukebox Hero is up at the plate. Just... Just flexing his arms, just like a big old dick beater, waiting, just waiting. Uh, and Journey is taking, is is heading out to to do what it can. What All right, are you talking about what? This, oh wait, we after the, the fall innings. is the uh, the pitcher this thing. Yeah, oh, we went so from the bottom of the first to the bottom of the second. I did Solid go from the bottom gold. of the first to the bottom of the second. Or right, do you want? Do you want After the Fall to be your pitcher in this inning? Or do you want Don't Stop Believing to be your pitcher in this even, inning? No, I want After the Fall. This All right. Like, it's a bold move, just, Cotton. Let's see how it works out for him. Flex. Yeah, I mean, yeah you're right. This I'm sorry. This fucking song is a flex. The whole goddamn thing. Okay. This whole right. fucking song is yeah. absolute bow flex. Flex tape. Uh, <laughs> you know... Flexy girls gone wild. He's the like, guy. He's shit. the guy from Flex Tape, and like the big barrel of like leaking water is like I'm having yeah. a bad day, and the tape is after the fall, just slapping yeah, it right on there. That's what it is. Like <laughs> when I get off a uh, two-hour phone call with someone who just needed their password reset, uh, I will fucking take myself off calls and I'll start playing After the Fall because this shit is. Solid gold, gold plated, with gold filigree, gold inlay. This shit is non-stop banger, all around absolute unit. Okay, and you were about to give me some other bullshit song. 
instead of this. Wow, this you shit... just called Don't Stop Waving a bullshit song. No, you were you were playing some other bullshit. Oh, that's sorry, that I, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I started. No, I started your your batting lineup. That was my bad. Yeah, you're drunk. But uh, despite yes. before Drower. the next inning starts, can we pull the audio of Andy Collin Open Arms? Another bullshit song. So <laughs> we can get out. Uh, Compared uh, to this right now, fucking after the fall, solid goddamn gold. Can't mint this shit. All right, uh, all right. Let's uh, let's zoom, zoom, zoom through through these songs. Uh, I think I'm at the. I'm you're at, at number you're, seven. You're first batter. Are you at seven? Okay. Yeah, I didn't bat around. Oh, that's right. That's how it works. I forgot about that. Uh, number seven. Double vision, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm listen. <laughs> Hi, right, Josh. Quickly, double vision. All right. So, after the fall is a good song, but it's missing something that like catches the masses. Like after the fall feels like a special one-on-one -on -one thing. Like it's something that you could connect to on your own. But like double vision is something that if I played it for a hundred people, ninety-eight are gonna be singing. Like they're they're in. That's a song that's universal. It's beloved. It serves its purpose. Like it's not trying to say anything deep. It's trying to get a point across. Also, the song is evidently about being at a hockey game and the goalie having a concussion and trying to play through it, which brings awareness to a serious issue today. So maybe Foreigner was really ahead of their time. Uh, you could have told me for no reason. You could have told me this song was about you nutted so good you got double vision, and I would want a hundred percent believe you. <laughs> maybe that too. <laughs> it is. It is a Foreigner song. So, but like that's... after the fall, it's a really good song. But I just wonder like how it's going to hold up and if it's just a song you can turn on and listen to. You know, like, I feel like After the Fall probably has a really good fastball, but how many other pitches does it have? Oof. How many innings could it go? Man, I can't believe Andy's about to whoop your ass. He is. He just knocked on the door. <laughs> Broke it uh, down. All right. Um, after the Fall, you know, is After the Fall. Yeah, it's... I think Double Vision is a great song, and... I didn't know it was about concussion. I thought it was just about him getting fucked up. I thought you, when you said he was at a hockey game, I thought it's like, oh yeah, it was him being Canadian fucked bear. up at a hockey game. Like, I didn't, for plausible deniability, I didn't say he wasn't fucked up. I have no idea. I assume he was. I mean, it's it just seems because like the girl in row seven hey, I'm was trying so drunk, to get it. I can't get C straight. That's what I was <laughs> getting at for. Uh, that double vision. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say double vision. Gets a single. It's there. It's on, a very single song. On, on After the Fall. I think a double catchier. vision just just catches catchier. it. Just, just like yeah, catchier. just like like bounces right in between like first and second base, but like the what's the guy who stands in between first and shortstop outfielder? That second guy base. second baseman. That guy grabs it and and chunks it in, but he just doesn't quite get it in time. Uh next is
All right. So uh, another foreigner song that you know uses the multi-layered harmonies. Head games. I get thing. it. Also, um, <laughs> not helping my case, but look at the uh, the cover for I believe this album. It is um, bad. And uh, let me see here. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it's uh it's another song where we probably shouldn't listen to the words. Uh, bad. But, also, um, how did you not? How did Dirty White Boy not end up on this list? That's a good song. I don't know. I like Dirty White Boy. I came. Well, I chose the hits because I thought I'd play the yeah, hits. Yeah, that I, makes sense. I would change this now because that was yeah, another you, song I really wanted to include. Yeah, you thought it you was played Dirty the hits, White not realizing you were going to go up against After the Fall. Right. Yeah. Goddamn right. I never expected Andy to be the more hipster of us. <laughs> but uh I mean head games makes you forget everything that's wrong with the song when he says head games. He saves it's, the like raspy high pitched vocals. It's catchy, it does yeah, what it's like, trying to accomplish, I think. The the, the moment where the chorus kicks okay, in is, is pretty good and catchy. Uh but this sound Head Games sounds like a song from like a really bad direct to DVD short circuit sequel. <laughs> no, a Tron like, sequel. Yeah, uh, like it sounds like it was in the Tron sequel. Yeah, like I don't know, that's an insult to Daft Punk. But yeah, like it sounds like it's uh, it's fine. The chorus is catchy, but I don't know if that raises it up past it being a Walmart bin song overall. So I'm gonna have to say Head Game strikes out. To be fair, most Walmart bins are full of Foreigner and Journey Greatest Hit CDs. You You're right. Damn You're right. right. Both of them. You're right. <laughs> uh, did you ever hear the story about when Dave Grohl, when they, when the Foo Fighters were putting out their Greatest Hits album, and Dave Grohl was asked about it, he was like, I love going into truck stops, finding Greatest Hits albums, and of yeah. some band that I don't know very well. He said, and I take it out to the car, and I listen to it, and I learn, like, oh man, this song, this band that I knew one or two songs for has such this really eclectic, fa fascinating, fascinating uh, uh, song library. And then you get the Kansas Greatest Hits, and you realize they only had two good songs. They did. It's true. That is a good point. Josh, this song rules. It's so good. So yeah, when I listen to Foreigner, I always think, like, I wish they had more anthems. Like, I get that they have ballads and they have their sex jams, but I want more anthems. And this is their their anthem. Like, this is their, like, everybody loves a good, I move into a different city. My favorite line is, I left a small town for the apple in decay. Like, that's just good. Like, yeah. that's a good song. And, like, the, the like... That right there, the little mm -hmm. weird, and then the bass line. Oh, this song's so good. Oh, uh, I, I don't think I, I don't think I'd ever heard the song before. Like, as far as it was, it was, music, it hits. was the one like nine like hit hit that I brought it brought in. 
Ah, this song's great. It's Andy, so good. Do you have anything to say before I lay down my this judgment? This is this is a really good song. Yeah. Uh, and I too had I had heard it, but I only recognized it from the "I'm looking out for the two of us." Yeah. That part. Good. And it is a f- fucking solid song. Like I give it five out of five on unique oh, because it's what? not on. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that little, that that little tootin' horn. It's real good. Uh, it doesn't sound like most of their other songs. Like yeah, uh, it's so different, and I love it. It's very unique in that aspect. Uh, and you know, it's it's kind of catchy. Like I, I just don't like I can't find the same rhythm. I don't know. It might just be like how I like. Yeah, the, you know how I perceive the song, but. Uh, you know, I don't think it's as catchy as the other ones. I gave this one three out of five instead of five out of five. Like this is the only one that I didn't think was as catchy as the other ones. Yeah, uh, it's solid lyrics. Yeah, you know, I, I three out of I five again, and uh, the music is you know pretty fucking good. Uh, yeah, that, the uh, arrangement and the instrumentation is so good. Yeah, it's it's real good. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a solid song. Yeah. Like I don't know uh, how you feel about it, but. Yeah, I'm I, not I, denying it's, it. I think, I think one of the reasons, like, it, it took, like, one of the reasons I like it so much is how off guard it caught me. Like, I was not expecting this from Foreigner. Uh, this song's fucking great. I like this song a lot. This this song is a home run. I think. Uh, banger. I think this is a this is a banger. Uh, Whammy. Exactly. Uh. I'm going to like add that song to a playlist and listen to it, which I didn't think <laughs> I would do with a foreigner song of the year of our Lord 2019. Uh, that's not fucking rules. Uh, so yes. it was their third single, and obviously their least successful of their first three. Yeah, and I feel like there is a different reality where "Long Long Way from Home" is the big hit, and "Cold as Ice" kind of fades. Yeah, and we don't get seven more versions of "Cold as Ice," and yeah. we get seven more versions of that. Uh, yeah, right. it's definitely very unique. Uh, you know, compared to the rest of their fucking yeah. discography, like it's a different fucking song. It doesn't really sound like them. It's a yeah, it's a different it's wild feel to things. All right, so we've now discussed every song here except for one, but we'll get to that. Uh, and or no, we won't. Yeah, we will. We'll get to that. Uh, so we're back to the top of your batting order, Josh, and we're gonna kind of roll roll through this a little bit. Uh. So we've got After the Fall versus... Alright. I mean, gosh. that's enough make, right there. Take, I mean, your... There's no point in After the Fall that you want to hear one, as much two, as you want to hear three, the intro four, to Hot Wadding. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Works. Get out of there. It's catchy as fuck, but... You know what that's called? Fundamentals. Not fun, though. It's not fun. It's just demental. Baseball ain't fun. To me. <laughs> You're right. Uh, uh, against against after the fall. Man, cold as ice gets 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 to first. That's all I'm trying to do. No, it gets to first. <laughs> Did its job. Yeah, it's just like man. The like the way it the way it like. So here's the thing that everybody talks about, like the intro of Cold as Ice. You know what gets me with Cold as Ice? When it gets to the like, 
like the chorus, like the, the like the chorus bridge section, and it turns Don't into a swing song. No, the, yeah, you, yeah, like you, you know, you've seen it before. It happens all the time, and it turns into like a swing Motown song, uh. and it goes right back in. That's so good. That's so just, good. Like with the songs like "Cold as Ice" and "Hot Blooded," I love the way he enunciates. Like it's yeah. just it drives. Yeah. And I think part of, the, so well. part of the reason it works so well is because, like, this might sound weird, but the way that piano is played and recorded, it sounds like the piano is being enunciated. Yeah. Like, it's so, like, staccato and sharp. Like, not sharp, but yeah. It's it's very deliberate yeah. in a way that I appreciate. It's Cultus Ice Kiss to first. Also, uh, that song yes. was used well in Stranger Things. I still haven't... I still I need to finish the third season. Uh, I want to know what love is. So, right. I don't know what love is... is it's a great ballad, but man, it takes a while to get going. Gosh. So, I'm going to use a comparison. Okay. After the fall is Kimbo Slice on YouTube when there's nothing bad to say about him. And you're like, this song's good against anything. And Kimbo Slice can knock out anybody. And then when After the Fall makes it to <laughs> MMA and fights, I want to know what love is. It gets his ankle broken in 28 seconds. I don't... And then and then it goes against the next song and it fucking dies. <laughs> uh, so I I Rest appreciate. I uh, didn't Brian Tyree Henry from all the good movies and TV shows over the past couple years get cast as Kimbo Slice in a biopic? I think he did. He's the guy from Boy. Atlanta. He's in he was in if Bill Street could talk. He's in Child's Play. Uh, incredible actor. I think he could be a good Kimbo Slice. Uh, I think I think it's Winston Duke that's going to be, from what I'm googling. That's oh, that's right. Not the other guy who has been in everything and is incredible. Oh, Winston yeah, Duke. Winston that's Duke is good. Winston Duke is thirst made corporeal. Okay, y'all start a uh, different podcast. That's cool. You listen, know, I'm very just, uh, like, yeah, like I I'm the one person here who shouldn't be starting tangents. Uh, I like I want to know what love is. I don't love it as much as everyone else i think i think it just takes too long to get there and when it does get I there know it's amazing uh sorry i just saw josh's cursor move down in the google doc and i was expecting him to start typing out fuck you uh, <laughs> uh i want to know what love is is a double pushes pushes cold as ice uh to third uh, and and is is sitting pretty on second, uh, and well, you know, fucking, let's do this one one more time. Ah, uh, this uh, jukebox here is a home run. Uh, uh, that's a home run. That's just is. It just is. It is. It is. Uh, jukebox here is playing bat in practice right now. <laughs> uh, and so that's uh, three. So you're sitting at four. So that's seven for you. Seven to five right now. With one out. Uh, yeah. Uh, don't get too excited. <laughs> uh, let's just say it's pretty... It's a good... It's 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 not bad you, you didn't leave any runners on base. Uh, Josh, I need you to tell me right now. We're, we're lumping them both. Give me a reason why either the where either waiting for a girl like you or urgent gets a hit on after the fall. Alright, so my pitcher's coming up with a two run lead. I'm ready. Oh <laughs> <laughs> That's alright. Alright, let's okay. go. It, 
All right. It took me a minute to process what you had said. I was like, okay, fucking what? Oh, oh, that means my songs. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah. So yeah. feels like so waiting for girl like you is the next one. It's not gonna do it, and neither is urgent. Uh, so I'll, seven two. I would five. go ahead and say that if I could go back and change something, I'd make after the fall have the success that waiting for a girl like you had. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like that if you could be. change the fucking billboard yeah. and uh, box office or whatever, yeah, the billboard like top one hundred shit, yeah, like yeah. whatever ranking system I would put they after used back fall, then. We're waiting for a girl like you. Yeah, it's it's a solid song. It's, like uh, it's one of those. It's just like uh, your uh, long, long way from home. Like it's some shit yeah. I had not heard from them. Yeah, and uh, it's those two songs fuck. are really really similar in, my, in the future uh, in, my brain. in the future i think we should both try to avoid the hit and look for things that are deep probably go half and half on our lineup yeah yeah i mean that's uh, that's what i was trying to do like i veered away from no, any way you want it and <laughs> a couple of them okay sorry to <laughs> my bad Fine. Okay. i mean that's why i had yeah. two outs retired in a row well you well you trying to tie or you, or are you trying to try nah. uh so we're in the bottom of the ninth uh andy uh is down two Bottom of the if, tooth. Yes, if you can... Top of the bottom of the fifth. Uh, if you can score three runs, then you are the winner. Uh, uh, once again, let me just... Um... God. Yeah, two-run lead. Mariana Rivera just came up. <laughs> oh, no! Wait, hold up a second. Hold up a second. Hold up a second. Give me a second. Give me... God damn it. We're giving you time. Uh, uh, Never mind. Uh, why not? Is that it? Is that the sound? No. All right, so that's ball game. I won seven five. Poor oh, shit. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, all right, Mariano Rivera. It's coming up to the plate. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't remember what folder I had that in. That's a really good joke for people who like baseball. Uh, all right. So that is a good joke. Jukebox hero is at the plate and out comes. Uh, Jukebox hero is on the mound. Is on the mound. Open arms is, you know, coming out swinging. Yeah. It's, uh, these open arms, you better get ready to throw them hands. Uh, but. You know, this is still just a solid song. Yeah, like, again, like, so, like... Go ahead and tell us what you feel happens in this, Adam, because we've already discussed Andy, all Andy's of them. so mad that Adam loves Jukebox Hero. Uh... I never blew bubbles in a car listening to Jukebox Hero. Like, Open Arms barely gets to first. Barely. Barely. Like, doesn't make contact, gets accidentally walked. No, it's a bunt. Or, or gets a bunt. Like, <laughs> it's the yeah. bunt. It's so, like, it's, the only reason it gets to first is because no one expected a bunt that terrible. Like, yep. they kind of, it kind of. Like, is that foul? Is it foul? Yeah. Yeah. Is it like, foul? Like, that can't count, right? And it gets to first. Somehow. By hook or by crook. Uh, hooker? <laughs> all right. Uh, you distracted Urgent playing first base. <laughs> there you go. God. Man, if Urgent's playing first base, then you might be in trouble. You better turn the fucking yeah. lights down. Because he's trying to get to second. In the city, yeah. So, 
they can't see this fucking dinger that uh is about to hit <laughs> uh lights is a very good song it's a very fun song but against against jukebox hero okay i don't think so okay so one out one on one out one on now we're into the murderer's row Double. <laughs> All right. So, uh, can we explain this next one since it's going to be? And uh... wait. So, I know that's a double, but since Josh's batter, or excuse me, pitcher got to bat, I think after the fall needs to be in for uh, "Don't Stop Believing" just to make it. Are you what? really? Fucking... Can we please no, argue "Don't no. Stop Believing" versus "Jukebox yeah, Hero"? Yeah. No. No. We we can't get through this without playing Don't Stop Believing. Yeah, we, can. we still haven't okay. played it. Journey okay. versus Foreigner. Okay. We'll play it. Yeah. Play the All hits. Right. Like so yeah, so Several Ways is on second. Uh Open Arms is on third. One out. Okay. Don't stop Bottom believing. Of the There's no such thing as South Detroit. South Detroit's Canada. The best part of America. I think that would You're be right. North Detroit, wouldn't it? Nope, South. No, yeah, if you look at Detroit, Detroit hooks over. Dude, and, and so, like, Canada, like, there's a little bit of Canada that juts out and cuts Detroit in yeah. half. Detroit's uh, like the nose of Michigan, if you're looking yeah. at the side profile. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's weird. All right. The, Canada's the nostril hair. It, it had to kind of come down to this. Man. Don't Stop Believing versus Jukebox Hero. Yeah, this is... Andy, uh, Andy give me a couple minutes of, of like, give me... Come on. Up and down the boulevard of shadows. He's, got, he's making a good point. In the he's but anyway, uh, this is also a fucking banger like all of these songs have been bangers like we wouldn't have called it designated hits if they weren't but uh like thank you for including this in here. is yeah. I mean, they are it's that's a catchy ass song like as rapey it as it is it's catchy uh but this is don't stop believing even if it was in that shitty parody movie the comebacks like it's still i don't think adam solid, made that as a bad like, thing yes yeah, i <laughs> I mean, I'm sure y'all have uh, good memories tied to it, but it's not because the song is this good. It's just because you have those good feelings with it. But this song is really fucking good. They, you know, played on that in those movies. I still give this, uh, you know, a five out of five on catchiness and popularity just because you know it was in that movie uh it's a really fucking catchy song like people sing along to this shit you play yep. this 
karaoke, man. A bar or a karaoke or anything, everybody's going to be fucking singing along to it. Even though Steve Perry is also fucking killing it. Yep. Because he's just belting it out again. Those like, it's pipes. an impossible song to sing at karaoke. Yeah. Because it's so demanding, but no one yeah. cares because this song's so good. You yeah. can butcher it, no one cares. Yeah, you butcher it, but everybody yeah. else is butchering it with you. This like, song is, is a, a team nine out of ten with any other singer, and it has Steve Perry. Like yeah. that says yeah. exactly what this All song right. is. Oh. That, and that like, is the part I wanted you to play out to. Oh, I got fucking, you. Yeah. Uh, like, nobody knows what the fuck he's talking about. Streetlight people? Yeah. What the fuck is that? Is that just the people that l- lean up against the streetlights in the middle of the night? My I only... don't think... I think it's I think it's streetlights, street comma, people. People. Yeah, no, I get it. I'm just yeah. saying. Like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's half, half man, half street, no, half streetlight. Yep. Uh, uh, really it's good a fucking song. Fucking... It, yeah, it's a... Goddamn... Uh, Josh. All right. So, little look into myself. I'm nine. I'm an adult now. Spent most of my life being too competitive, too argumentative, um, too willing to um not stand on my morals, not stand right. for anything. And um, <laughs> if, if you stand for nothing, I, what will you fall for? Exactly. And I stand for don't stop believing. And I can't argue against this song. It's oh, against man. me against everything i have no uh um, against me is a different yeah that's a different we'll get to them <laughs> this one day is journey and yeah dude like uh also it's it pronounced together. against me is an exclamation point at the end of it okay um i just tossed <laughs> the ball into the crowd <laughs> and and flipped both me and andy off no you, you're going home you fucking soft toss it but no <laughs> my, stop my argument uh my only argument is that Jukebox Hero is a great song that probably deserved what Don't Stop Believing got, but Don't 100% Stop also deserved that. 100%. Like, like it doesn't need to be, like, like it, or it doesn't need to be, like, oh, this success could go to Don't Stop Believing or Jukebox Hero. It should have gone to both, and it's a bummer that it didn't go to both. But, yeah. like, but Don't Stop Believing took that success and yep. still succeeded with it. Yep. Like, like, I've been in so many situations where... I like don't stop believing. Like when I go to Austin in the summer, we do a booze cruise, and the end of the booze cruise is always like as we're getting like near the dock, and everybody's been drinking. They turn on fucking Bohemian Rhapsody and then don't stop believing, and everyone sings, and it's it's such a good fucking moment. It's one of my favorite things, and like it's yeah, it's like it hits it out of the park. That's it. It's, It's. also, Josh, I like how you implied, like, oh, I threw it in the stand. So, like, the, it would probably get one base, which still wouldn't give it the win. It wouldn't give it the, the, the three no, I was run saying homer. A forfeit. Oh, a yeah. Quit. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no. The pitcher but yeah, walks uh, off the field. Yes. All right. Bring another one in. Bring out Urgent. It's about to get bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> urgent, urgent is literally a T that we set the ball on. Yeah. <laughs> And, the, and urgent is a T that you set the ball on, and it looks like a dildo, and everybody <laughs> urgent it. hasn't even played. It's just sitting in the dugout with ice on its arm, like it did some shit. <laughs> it had to rub <laughs> dirt on its knees with the top three buttons to, undone. 
Yeah. Oh man, good good Spit game, guys. Sunflower seeds somewhere no, where not somebody even else sunflower has to clean seeds. it up. It's, it's tobacco. Oh, yeah, he's urgent. that guy. He's that guy. It's that one fucking guy that's actually <laughs> just chewing tobacco. A quick uh, a quick baseball story. When Babe Ruth played baseball, he would take a shit in the toilets, but he refused to flush because that was below him. I imagine <laughs> he was listening to Urgent while he did that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's uh, yeah. That helped him poop because he he had to make yeah. it fast. He had to make it yeah. urgent. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. All right. So that's it. By a score of eight to seven, I believe. Journey takes it closer than I expected. So uh, I feel like I feel like what we learned from that is that Foreigner doesn't hold up as well. Yeah. And that Journey is clearly like better band, but Jukebox Hero can carry Foreigner to a spot, to a place. You're right. That puts you, it in competition. You absolutely but, right. Uh, all right. You know, I, I think Journey's clearly the yes. uh, superior band. They got yeah. more talent. They've got more. I don't know about more singles. Like as a as a just straight hits band, they're not as good. But they use their talent so much better. Like yeah, I feel like Foreigner probably was an underutilized team that made the best of what they could. But Foreigner's just not <laughs> Journey's league. And I think we learned that. I think we learned that Jukebox Hero good. Um, After the Fall good. Urgent bad. Um yep. And That's, Journey greater yeah. than Foreigner. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, b- before, like, when you were, before we started recording and you went and got a drink, Josh, Andy was like, listen, I crunched the numbers and Journey is fucking better than Foreigner. He told me that. Uh, yeah, yeah like, you're right I, now. I didn't mean any disrespect. And oh, I yeah, told of course Josh not. that. Of course too. not. Like, I listen. was like, the, the Foreigner songs are definitely catchier than the, uh, Journey songs. But, but also, by far. I had a lot of fun. I, I like realize yeah. that Journey's way better than Foreigner, but I had a lot of fun trying to figure out how I was going to argue Absolutely. Foreigner. Yeah, no, yeah. That's, how, that's why I was like, uh, like, I told Josh, I was like, pretty much the only way Journey won't win is if I am too fucking dumb to <laughs> be able to support and their also, already. You, you tried solid to be by not playing any way you wanted. It was a mistake. Yeah. Man, I, that's, that's. I just. Something. You know the just the fact that it was Listen, in a commercial. I get it. Just he, seemed he took a shit in the catcher's mitt and you benched him for the game, but it was a mistake. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much you, it. I mean, like he, him, he took a shit in the the fucking uh, community toilet and didn't flush. He pulled a Babe <laughs> Ruth, and I made him sit out the fucking game. Uh, yeah, I would probably put it in over. I don't know. Uh, I just don't like asking. Probably alone, it's. I fucking love Ask the Lonely. Uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, I would probably put it in over Ask the Lonely or Love and Touch and Squeezing. Like, but Love yeah. and Touch and Squeezing is just different kind of song. And uh, yeah, you know, it was a different sound. Uh, no, it definitely it was a nice like change of pace from the rest of the songs we were listening to. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't mean to throw a wrench cool. in your whole uh, your whole fucking uh, plan when you thought I was going to have Wheel in the Sky and Faithfully as the Man. pitchers. I but, thought the pictures were going to be faithfully will in the sky. Don't, don't, don't stop, stop believing. believing. Yeah. And then I get the list from Andy and there's this song I've never heard. Yeah. It was a song I had never heard too before this. And I'm like, well, Ooh. yeah, I expected you to go will, will in the sky in the first inning. And I was like, yeah. okay, so every foreigner song is basically that. Yeah. Like that's what they do. It's a more streamlined version of it. Yeah. They, they were consistent, catchy will in the sky. Yeah. Shit. But, uh, like it's just like you said, like Journey had uh, had the goods and they fucking 
stuck with it and they played to that. But Foreigner did what was good at that time. And oh, yeah. like you said, it doesn't hold up. Like just the lyrics hold up, but it's still that get you hype shit. Hey Adam. Like it's it's yeah. the Go ahead, sorry. Who's a wrestler that didn't have much to work with but maximized their potential and topped out as like a pretty good wrestler? Oh man. Because that's good what question. Foreigner is. Like Foreigner doesn't have the athleticism. Like their mic skills are okay, but they just didn't have all of it. And in this Benjamin. matchup they were going against. Do what? Shelton Benjamin. There you go. He's he's like he's incredibly he's an incredible athlete and he's a good worker, but he just doesn't have like the charisma and mic skills. So like he's never gonna get above the mid card. But if you put him in a match with like RVD for like fifteen minutes, you're gonna get a classic. Right. Yeah, and like Shelton Benjamin is just a step below. Yep. Whatever Journey is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, Journey might not uh, ever like be like, but like Journey's so Kurt Angle. So talented. For, Journey's Kurt Angle. Foreigner Shelton Benjamin. Right, that's a good that's yeah. a good comparison. Yeah, fucking uh, Olympic level athlete. Yeah, and and Shelton he goes pro wrestling. Yep, pro wrestling. And somebody uh, that set out to use their skills to do five star matches. Like yeah, yeah like, like it, I I am very open in my opinion that Kurt Angle is the greatest professional wrestler of all time because he was good at everything. He was the best at everything a wrestler needed to be. Like you know, charisma, mic skills, in ring work, storytelling, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then like Shelton Benjamin, like he was even on Team Angle. Like he was. He's a similar guy, but he just never could quite get there. That's, yeah, uh, that's, that's basically where we were with this comparison. Yeah. I don't think, I think coming in, like my gut instinct was Journey and Foreigner are probably yeah. on similar levels, but after hashing it out, it's pretty clear yeah. which one's a superior band. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, so, thank you. Andy, did you, have a, did you have one for the next podcast? Yeah. What we got? Uh, I, I didn't really, but I did want to pitch this to you guys. So, we don't have to do this on the next one. I don't expect us to. But uh, there's a progressive uh, British rock band called Riff Raff. And there is an American rapper also called oh, Riff Raff. Oh, God. I thought you were about to make a joke. Nope. Like, oh, ha ha, Riff Raff <laughs> is a progressive British rapper. No, no, there, there was a, like, there Can was... I? They Can I have, have like hooray for albums, the riffraff? But there's also yes. uh, hooray for the riffraff who it's has a, it's a lot a more because really you never, yeah, never, knew, really never, knew, never, knew, never, never knew, never knew, never knew, never knew, never knew. Yeah, like that would be. I think either one of those would be at least a fun. That's that's thing. a good idea of something but, to do where it's like two. Like it's really yeah, fun to do ones like this where they're really genres. comparable, but like two things yeah. that are like oil and water. Like it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, we're fucking comparing apples and oranges. Yeah. Riff Raff, the rapper, is yep. trash, but it's uh, yes, it's catchy, you know. Oh, Jody High Roller. He's he's a he's a foreigner of rap. Yep. All right. <laughs> thank you, thank you uh, for 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 joining us. Uh, thank you, Josh and Andy, for actually like putting in the work for this and getting this really cool idea. I'm just the one that gets to sit here and make the decisions. It's great. Yep. Y'all put in all the work. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna turn the tables at some point. Oh, absolutely. Just to make yeah, you put 100%. in some fucking work, and uh, you'll have to like coach us on how to make shit work. Yeah, on this how to side of how things. to do yeah. audio, but, how to how to have the fun. Uh, shit it, <laughs> shit it on them. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, we will be back. Uh, I'm going to go to sleep. Uh, so 
Uh, I think I want to lead. I want to leave us today with I think the biggest surprise uh, of the day. Uh, so oh, thank man, you very it's much. Urgent. We will be back soon. Exco. Oh.